the podcast where we talk about a movie we can't remember very well. Pause the recording. Watch the movie while eating two pizzas and two salads. Thank you, patrons. Unpause the recording. Talk it again about a movie we can remember. Probably. <laughs> hopefully. We just watched it. <laughs> My name is Dan. This is Molly. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie, this very special episode, is The Breakfast What's Club. What's special about it? It's March. That's what's special about it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. It's the third month of the year. Yeah. It's hat pretty- trick. We've got a hat trick on episodes <laughs> this month. Oh, no. We already did that. This is the fourth episode of the year. Uh, Damn yeah, it. It's then the it's fourth nothing. episode then of the year. Then it's worthless. <laughs> yeah. It's not special at all. Where is this cleanup? This episode's bat and cleanup. Yep. What? Is that a you sports know, thing? That's a baseball. Oh, okay. It's not only our fourth episode, but we, as we've established, it, we are a four quadrant right. mm-hmm. oh. podcast. And one of those quadrants uh, is one that I represent, which is the Gen X quadrant. Yeah. And the Breakfast Club is, of course, a big part of that generation. So I'm actually, my palms are sweating a little bit. I'm a little bit nervous oh. about how this is going to go. This might be the most Gen X movie mm. that we've watched. Maybe Reality Bites. Oh, yeah. You mean in, just in general? Yeah. Not even just of our podcast, like of all time, the most yeah. Gen X movie? Yeah. I think Empire Records is up there, but I might be the only That's one that's not that Gen X, that. is it? And I'm also not Gen X. I don't so. think that is Gen <laughs> X. Yeah, I was. I was actually curious about that because have we established that ever? <laughs> we probably have. Molly's the only Gen Xer. Molly has said that yeah. on the podcast okay. before. Yes. I, Not you're like from, a, we didn't prompt her to do so. She divulged that information willingly. Yes, okay. because uh, c- canonically, we're all 35. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. And don't uh, you forget it. Don't you forget it. But some of us are more 35 plus plus and some yeah. of us are 35 minus. Some yes. of us have been 35 for longer. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Depending on which uh, age generational brackets you believe i sometimes slip out of being a millennial mm. okay. really yes weird that is weird which means i'm a generational betweener oh fun it's good wow. to have it's a like name distinct buckets don't fit all of human experience weird that is weird <laughs> anyway sorry molly i derailed us with so why are you nervous time. are you nervous about whether we'll like the movie or are you nervous about how gen x is portrayed in the movie um, a little bit of both. Mostly I'm concerned this is going to be a Tokyo Drift situation okay. where I come into it so excited and thrilled to share this thing that I love. Mm-hmm. And then I watch it with you and I realize, oh, you rip out some of the nostalgia. It's maybe not as great as you remember. Sure, mm-hmm. But then it'll inspire us to watch all of the Brat Pack movies. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I got to say. And that, you know, to that question of like, is Reality Bites more Gen X? I would say Reality Bites was a perfect example of a movie that tried really hard to yeah. be of that generation. It was a very uh, try hard movie. Yeah. Uh, and I still remember there was an article in Newsweek called Generalizations X where wow. they were talking about. What the definition of Gen X was and what Gen X's response to it was, which was like, that does not describe me. I don't understand this. But one of the quotes in there was, I watched all of Reality Bites and I couldn't understand which guy she was supposed to end up with (laughs) because they both seemed terrible. Mm. And and that I I felt like really summed up something that I also believed. So I feel like this is a little bit more of that moment of development. And to me, the beauty of this John Hughes movie is the way it 
breaks some conventions. Okay. But before I get into that, I'm curious what y'all think, and I know that Beth has not seen this I'm movie. very curious what Beth thinks. Yeah. Uh, Should we put 60 <laughs> seconds on think, our yes. union-built clock yes. for Toad's Pre-Call? Absolutely. The segment yes. in which Beth summarizes the movie for yes. 60 seconds exactly? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll do it? No, I'll do it. Okay. No, you weren't just... reaching for your watch. Yeah, because I resent the fact that you were pressuring me as if I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> Beth, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Go. Okay, there's six teenagers that get in trouble, and they have to come in on the weekend for um, detention. That's the word. Uh, they're all very different. One is Molly Ringwald. One is a punk. Maybe. And one has dark hair. <laughs> um, one is a nerd. Maybe there's only four of them. I don't know. Anyway, they don't like each other at first, and then they bond over the weekend. They probably get into some antics at the school. 30 seconds. Oh, God. Um, there's romance, maybe. Two of them fall in love. The rest of them just are like, oh, I actually am cool after a while. After all, I have problems with my parents. Me too. Okay. And then... (laughs) um, 10 seconds. Then they they call themselves Breakfast Club because it's in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) And then they... It turns out that they're friends and they get along. Time. Bye. Amazing. (laughs) That's based off of pop culture and what I've seen. Nice. I feel like it's referenced a lot in lots of different things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like I've seen the trailer. Like this is like um, one of those DVDs things. Oh, sure, for oh, sure. Those are DVDs. Yeah. So I don't know how close I am or how far away. Dan's bad. Also, Dan's bad. Sorry. Apology accepted. Thank you. Or you're welcome. <laughs> uh, whatever. Oh, thank you. This yeah. movie will have number a number of teens that a number of times will we would think should cool it. Yeah, that's mm. a good bet. Yeah. All of them. I bet they all need to cool it at, at different some points. point. I agree. It's going to be a full quadrant. Cool it. Yes. Are there four teens? I don't know. Six. There are six teens. Oh. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I. Okay. Oh. I should say I have definitely seen most of this movie. Okay. <laughs> in multiple sittings. Okay. It's definitely a movie that is was on TV a lot when I was a kid. Sure. And I would watch it and like. It's sort of the same the whole time. If you like just drop and you're like, oh, they're still at school talking yeah. to each other. <laughs> and so like, who knows when I started and didn't. Um, I definitely watched a big chunk of it once with my brother in a hotel room in Hawaii. Great. Which is the strongest memory I have of it. Uh, but even then, I don't think we watched the whole thing. That's me, Dan. Yeah. And my experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, who are the teens? Molly Ringwell. Ringwell. Who is popular girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? There's Allie Sheedy, who's Burnout Girl. Okay. Emilio Estevez. Okay. Jock. Oh, I forgot about Emilio Estevez. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm the only one doing this. Um, You're doing great. You seem like you're great. Uh, uh, Nerd, who played Bill Gates later. Really? Yeah. Oh. In some movie about. I think of his name, Michael. Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. Holly, don't help. Oh. Uh, come on, come on. Uh, oh, a uh, guy who's not Charlie Sheen, nope. but kind of plays a similar character to Ferris Bueller's Day Off Charlie Sheen. Mm, Here we yeah. go. Burnout guy. Stick to landing. Judd uh-huh. Nelson? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Maybe it's five? Uh, I thought there was six. Uh, Maybe it's five. 
maybe it is five, and then the guy, the adult. Yeah, the Wait, adult. Didn't we just name six? Did we? No, I was, was holding up fingers, and I only got to five. So <laughs> oh. Maybe I fucked it up. Because I forgot about the jock. Mm-hmm. Popular. And I named four. Jock, burnout. Okay, yeah. Also burnout. Judd doesn't yeah. I called him a punk. He's kind <laughs> of a, I feel like, yeah, he's, a he's like a, yeah, I don't know. Is he a bully? Does he bully? They're all kind of, they're what would you call Judd Nelson? each other's bullies. How would you categorize Judd Nelson's character, Molly? They're kind of like the elements of, in Magic the Gathering, where Ooh. each one, there's five, and they all okay. oppose Who's different. who? Or do you want to do we'll that after the movie? Okay, yeah. Teaser alert. I mean, I would say Judd Nelson is kind of the... The bad boy? He's kind of, yeah, he's definitely a bad boy. I feel like he's like the most anti-authority, sort of generally... Um, is he more the burnout than Ali? I think he's like the criminal. Yeah, is how they label yeah, him totally. in this one. Yeah, is she a burnout or like an artsy kid? She's like a depressed artist. Yeah, I think okay. it's. I think it's maybe one of the things where she, they all assume she is a certain way, oh. and then perhaps learn there is more to her. Mm-hmm. And she has dandruff. Yes. yes, and uses it make snow on her picture. Yeah, which is amazing. She does. I remember... (laughs) So gross and so amazing. I remember her character being a delight. Yeah. So are they dealing... They're dealing with an adult at the school? Mm -hmm. Or is it multiple adults? I think it's like... There's the principal, You think it's like they have... They are are on the weekend. And then so this is like the one adult who's like, I will be the adult here while you are stuck here on the weekend. Like, I am the authority figure that is here to watch you kids but he's not he gonna watch them that, that closely because why would he i'm sure you could get paid extra or something yeah, yeah. But or he's just a, a hard ass <laughs> i don't think or he's just that. a hard ass who loves to swing his dick around yeah, yeah. i mean there's there's some real is there a dick in this no <laughs> no. no there's not unfortunately um no i think one of the interesting things about this movie too is it's a john hughes film yes mm-hmm. yeah. and he made 16 candles before this movie and i always mm. thought that was interesting because this is such a I mean, it's not like a one-act play, but it is kind a very is. Yeah. self-contained movie. It does feel and like it, a staged yeah, production, like I a stage production exactly. almost. Exactly, yeah. and it's much more of a character study yeah. um, than it is plot-driven, although there is some pretty uh, dynamic plot moments. Right. Oh. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like five angry teens. Mm, wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if they're all angry. Yeah. I think they all get angry at some and point. And it also takes place in Chicago, which oh. is super fun. In Chicago, Chicago, or like Shermer, Illinois? Oh, Shermer, Illinois. Okay. But yeah, close to Chicago. Sure. If you're oh. from Chicago, you'd be mad. Oh, okay. okay. And you know this because you're from Chicago? No, but I've been to Chicago. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Four, four or five times wow. at least. Four or five. Wow. You you're practically no a resident. I went to Navy Pier. I rode the Ferris wheel. <laughs> you know, I got a hot dog. <laughs> I ate some deep dish. Wow. Wow. Um, like I was a- probably near a baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. Stadium. You got, uh, you got beaten by a cop for <laughs> doing something simple. Taken to a secret prison. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. Chicago. You uh, you pulled a real estate grift with the uh, active acting mayor of the city. Right. I, I voted eight to twelve times in the same election. You know, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Maybe saw some improv. Probably. Hey, hey performed. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Who hasn't? I went to a five week intensive. Not a big deal. You got, wow. I got That's just one time going there, though. Right. For five weeks? Yeah. But that's only one, one time. time. Dan's oh. been there four or five times. <laughs> I yeah. see. Different trips. Well, right. able to drive in a vehicle. I've been there when I could drive. 
but I didn't have to because I took the L. Dan's oh. bad. Oh my god. Dan's bad because it's the John Hughes movie, which means it was made in nineteen. Oh, that's good. Eighty-three. Okay, interesting. because I thought it was made in nineteen eighty-four. That is interesting. Eighty-five. Molly. Uh, I'll round it out with 86. Nice. Anyway, my point is, because this is a movie that is about teens in the 80s, I feel like there's going to be at least a couple of statements or actions taken by the teens that we will uh, be less forgiving of than we were when we first saw this movie. For sure. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I feel like there's like an 80% chance of the R word. Oh, yeah. At I least mean, 80%. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. There might be some homophobia in there. Oh, for sure. 100%. Uh, there's definitely, I don't know. I feel like there's some problematic elements between some of the teens that are meant to be like, a charming, mm. like, opposite end of the tracks romance. But yeah. in modernized, you'd be like, mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just jock and art girl. Do they like <laughs> each other? jock and art, art girl. girl. Uh, I don't want to ruin the surprise I don't either. For you. I can't remember anything about the, like, events. Sure. It's mostly just, like, them in a room. Yeah. And they're talking or picking at each other. And then sometimes they dance on a table. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh. To music. There's montage. And I have to say, Molly Ringwald's dancing, and I'll be upset. Molly's bet. I'm still going to love the way Molly Ringwald dances. And it's very 80s. Great it's like so spot on. Okay. How much. And the uh, fashions too. Oh yeah. Fondness do you have for Molly Ringwald given that you share her name? Actually quite a bit. And it, a thing to know, I don't know, um, is that in my childhood, I did not meet a single other Molly. Wow. For years mm. until I was wow. in my teens and went away to summer camp and her real name wasn't Molly. They just called her Molly. So Why? like. Because uh, it can be a nickname for Mary. It can? It's like an what? Irish That's nickname for ridiculous. Mary. That's ridiculous. Yeah, or Megan worse. sometimes. What? I know. You're making it longer. Listen, I don't make the just rules. Just tossing in consonants <laughs> from nowhere? I'm just saying it was a very lonely experience. Sure. And now that I'm an adult and also now that I've moved to the Midwest, it is a much more common name mm. and I see it pretty frequently. Interesting. Oh. Uh, but for a very long time, I'd be the only Molly who was human. It is an incredibly popular name for dogs, <laughs> especially Labradors. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, to have someone who was famous. And also she reminded me a lot of my sister because mm. I remember she came into my experience of being at a time when she was about my sister's age. She was a little bit older. And so for me, they kind of merged into a singular icon that I really admired. Nice. Yeah. So I really like her. I've liked her in everything she's done. So I think I will like her in this as well. Ooh, hot yeah. bats. I'm trying to imagine the room that they're in. Okay. It's got like long tables, but there's also like a it's a big balcony. Room. It's a mm-hmm. big ass with room. Maybe books. I think it feels a, like a gym that's also a library. I mm-hmm. feel like it's just like a very large library. It's it's yeah, it's definitely like one of those one of those public schools that maybe like had money when it was first built. So that's why the library is like an actual architecturally interesting, okay. substantially sized room. Yes. Yeah. And it was filmed in an actual high school, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So it does exist in the suburbs Thank you. of Chicago. <laughs> Thank you. Um, is this a one-time event? Like this is one weekend that they gather? I think it's or one, is one day, just one day. Right? Okay. It's one day. It's Saturday detention. Mm-hmm. Is it real time? 
No. God, that would be no. like a six-hour movie. Yeah. Like Andy Warhol. Oh, they leave at the end? But it's basically, I mean, the whole movie's basically they all like- leave at the end? Oh, someone died? Someone I don't died. know. <laughs> I don't know. Because there's not much before detention. Like, no. I it's think them it getting dropped off. dropped off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've never seen this movie, but I do, like, why do I know that? I know that like the it starts with them getting like you see them with their parents getting dropped. Maybe mm-hmm. I've seen the beginning of it, or maybe you've but seen have. like a uh, homage, or like yeah, an homage, or like, like a, a John Hughes homage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it just like shows those scenes. That's possible. And the last shot of the movie Very is iconic. completely iconic. Yes. Is it I don't want to give it away. Yes, maybe. They go maybe. Like this. high five first frame, and it's like don't you? Yes. Yeah, forget about you have me. seen this yes, movie. You have seen it. Okay. Maybe you have. Maybe you're Molly. Oh, maybe you are gonna Molly this. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Any fun parental cameos? Ooh. Like an Ed, I want to say Ed Begley Jr., but he's maybe not old enough to be a parent in yeah, the mid 80s. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Do we Ed even Begley see Senior. any other adults besides we Teacher Man? We definitely see Molly Ringwald get dropped off. All of Anne's, we could see them all get dropped off who have parents or involved but in their like, lives. But there's actually a scene and they're getting between yelled them? at. Oh, okay. So it gives you all the exposition of like how they've ended up sure, because sure, it sure, takes sure. a lot to end up in Saturday, Saturday detention. detention. Right. Like yeah. Saturday detention is. Like just one step shy of suspension, right. and they did different things. Oh yeah, or the same thing. I mean, I, do you want to make a bet on it? I think they did. I think they committed a heist together <laughs> and got caught. And, and this is when they get TV to know VCR each other. Combos, uh-huh. different things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Otherwise, they'd already be have some cohesion to right. them, but they start as disparate. Although Jock and Popular Girl seem like they're friendly already. You might think. They're probably aware of each other, maybe more so than some of the other people. Can I launch into why I like this movie? Yes. Yes. I like it because it deconstructs a lot of basically every teen movie, right? Every teen movie since the 50s until our most recent heyday of teen movies, I would say in the last 10 years especially, has been essentially jocks slash football players and cheerleaders are always going to be like homecoming queen. Also homecoming matters to people. <laughs> and you know, there are nerds and other people who don't matter who may or may not fit in, but that's the rivalry and sort of the, the set groups. I remember when I was going to high school, that was not the dynamic at all. You know, cheerleaders were not a big deal. Football wasn't necessarily a big deal. Everybody was in a pretty small click and everybody kind of thought they were in the right click for them. And there wasn't a lot of like vying for or wishing for being in some other clique. Mm. Um, and there wasn't a lot of emphasis on homecoming or any of the big things. And nobody ever had a party that was big enough where they were like bras hanging from the trees and a big <laughs> kegger and like all the music and the house being destroyed. So none of that was relatable to me. So this and the movie Heathers especially oh, that's were nice so nice because they weren't about this 1950s dynamic Mm -hmm. that has been fed to the American public like for decades. Mm -hmm. It's exhausting. And so to kind of break it apart and to kind of break apart what those divisions are and how they get explained and what those relationships are, I thought was really fun. I don't know that it'll feel as revolutionary in part because like it's a reference point now for so many other movies. And I think Heather's was very different. Um, For example, and I think all of the teen stuff that I watch now, because of course I'm obsessed um, all the teen stuff that I watch now, I'm so refreshed to see how different the dynamics are. And sure. it's it's not the same old thing, which is like, man, 
What a relief, right? Yeah. Did, did y'all experience that when you were growing up? This feeling of like, this is the way it is. You have to be a cheerleader. Like this stuff matters. Yeah. This I adult mean, interpretation of what I high school society is. I didn't think it mattered. Is. Yeah. But they were definitely like, there were definitely people that were trying to maintain and take advantage of that mm. dynamic, mm. certainly. But I was in a pretty big school. So like there was room, <laughs> there was room to do that. <laughs> Well, that see, makes I sense. would say that my school was too small mm-hmm. to sustain a really good clique or enough people that people want to divide to get into one group. Yeah. I didn't have that problem at all. Well, you guys were all vibing, right? You're yeah, just like just riding your longboards yeah. and yeah. smoking ganj, <laughs> throwing avocados at each other. Yeah. I always felt like when I saw movies like that, that I was like, oh, that must be how other high schools are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But then again, like. I do think that within my high school, because it's ju- I think this is just how teenagers work, that there is a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't think it fit into that kind of like cheerleader because fo- our we we didn't we had cheerleaders, but they weren't like that wasn't the popular girls. I feel like the girls that were like popular at my school like played sports. They were like either on the basketball right. team, you know. So yeah. I, it wasn't that kind of sim- same thing. Mm-hmm. I think in retrospect the more I think about it, I think my high school was much more, it was much more about class than maybe like what you did Mm. because I, the school district, the school district I went to was drawn in a way where like the sliver of it is in where I came from, which is like the first ring suburbs of Minneapolis, which are, you know, fine. Mm-hmm. And then it would... Local and then reference. It, what? Local <laughs> reference. Yeah. And then it expanded <laughs> out west where you got like the uh, more developed, more generally economically uh, high uh, advanced privileged suburbs. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there was a lot of... At least... And maybe this is just me projecting because I came from the poor <laughs> part of the district. <laughs> Um, but it was maybe more of that where it was just like, there was just a diversity of experience that then got poured into the school. Yeah. You know what I mean? There were like people like me and then there were people who like got a brand new car the second they turned 16. Yeah. And like, it was maybe that was more where people felt that tension than like, Oh, you're a sports player and you're a art guy. It was probably more like. And some of it, honestly, might have been like, you do this activity because you can afford to. Mm-hmm. Like, so there might have still been right. those more cliche divisions. But a lot of that maybe came from the fact that like, oh, you can afford to buy all this equipment to play this sport. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah, that probably existed in my school. I don't know. I also just like wasn't tuned in enough. Sure. I feel like I didn't, or maybe it wasn't structured enough, but I was like, I don't, I didn't really know who was popular. Mm-hmm. I was just like doing my own dumb thing. Sure. Yeah. That's cool too. Good for you. Marching cool. band or robotics. Hey, teens, just do your own dumb it's thing. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Do your dumb thing. And if you want to change what your dumb thing is. That's also fine. That's also fine. Just don't be a dick. Yeah, just don't <laughs> be a dick about it. <laughs> yeah. Do you think this passes the Bechdel-Wallace God, test? I hope so. <laughs> I think it does. I hope it does. <sighs> but doesn't Allie It's Shee all talking. Like, but doesn't Allie Sheedy like barely talk? She does barely talk. Oh, God. Oh, but I got... think there is some time that she and Molly Ringwald's character Thank do God. talk to each okay. other. Okay. Ugh. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yep. There might be a mom talking to a daughter. Oh, sure. I was trying to remember if there was. I'm going to have a name, though. Mm. Yeah. Mom. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. And even then, they might be talking about a guy. Right. Yeah. You 
kiss that guy. Yeah. Now you're in detention. I really <laughs> hope. Yeah, I really hope Ali Sheedy and Molly Ringwald aren't just talking about one of the dudes that's there. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think in hindsight, I'm not going to enjoy it as much because I'm pretty sure Ali Sheedy gets a makeover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's like good. I the mean, movie tells us that's right. good. Like, oh, she's so. I yeah. think so, but I'll be interested to see if there's more nuance. Right. Yeah. I don't remember. She gets like an in-school makeover. Yeah. Yeah. Do they give her like a haircut? I don't understand. I don't remember. I, don't think I think this was like makeup and. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't think Ellie Sheedy wears makeup. You see, start. the way that two women bond mm-hmm. is through yeah. their appearance. Yeah. Oh. That's the, that's the yeah. story. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. And women like makeup. Yeah. Okay. Like, what is the famous line from City Slickers? Uh, oh. Relationships. So, yeah, what do women even talk about? And I believe the rela- the answer was relationships and whether or not they're working. Great. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully that's not what they talk about in this movie. <laughs> but it would be a pass if yeah. it was whether or not they're working. That's And if the relationships were not. No, whether the relationship was working, not whether or not they're employed. Oh. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just talking about their jobs. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, <laughs> fair high school students. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, they might be working at like a yeah. bakery. Yeah. yeah. Orange Julius. Yeah. Yeah. Or Auntie Annie's. Yeah. Or in the case of Lids. Me mm-hmm. uh, spending the summer in like some candle factory. Sweaty ass warehouse. <laughs> yeah. Candle factory. The Cooper. The Cooper's. Smith, the Cooper Smith. Yeah, I was making barrels. Yeah, that'd be kick ass. If I knew how to make a fucking barrel, that would have been worth it. I forgot that that that's a thing that you just had like old timey jobs as a teenager. I know they're not old timey. Just like funny, but also like you probably had them because you needed to make money. Correct. That's correct. A little bit bad making fun of you. Also, like these are all you know modern mechanized industries it's not like yeah. i was sitting there with just like the butcher it and just, the baker yeah it right. just sounds very old <laughs> it does <laughs> well how should we rate this movie molly um in hughes schools hughes, hughes schools. schools so like john hughes, hughes schools. schools what are they teaching hughes at this hughes schools. school they're teaching you how to hughes does that mean how to like be in a john hughes movie <laughs> yeah okay oh okay yep mm-hmm so do you have to major in one of the five? Yeah, you have to major <laughs> in criminal. criminal. For example. Um, Pretty girl. Mm-hmm. Jock. So it's like yeah. Hogwarts. Yeah. So like, you get sorted. There's a sorting cap. Yeah. Sorting. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. What? John. Top hat. Are you trying to make a John Hughes? I'm trying to combine Hughes and hat somehow that works. <laughs> oh my God. I haven't found it yet. Give me another 20 minutes. Okay. Sorting out. Sorting out. And does okay, you have to compete uh playing lacrosse or something? Yeah, I mean that's in that's in the summer games and yeah. there you're just like you have to send two tributes. Of course. Okay. Um so like two jock tributes, two burnout tributes, wow. and so on. Okay. And then um it's a it's obviously a fight to the death. Of course. Uh for the entertainment of the capital. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. So mm-hmm. how many people make it out of the Hughes school then? Just one at a time? One per class? Well, or? it's two tributes per. Okay. Okay. And typically they take seniors, but somebody could volunteer to take a tribute's place. Right. Wow. Sure. Okay. And Hughes is has risen to the status of emperor. Yes. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a it's an evil empire. How many Hughes schools are there? Um, there are thirteen. Wow. <laughs> In different okay. districts. Okay. okay. Yeah, different school districts uh-huh. all over the country. Sure. 
and the seat of power is in Shermer, Illinois. And it's, they spread out it, is, <laughs> it is. They'll say Chicago, but people who live in Chicago right. will look yeah. down and on like that. And like the 13th district is actually in Indiana, but they yeah. still say they're from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. This is intense. Yeah, you know. it is. Dan, you're yeah. first, as we all know. Of course I am. How many Hughes schools? Hughes schools. Um, I don't know. I remember liking this movie as a young person, but it was also a movie like basically grown in a lab to appeal to young people. And I also, like Molly, am concerned that it will be less enjoyable with modern eyes. But... Feel like it's not like a, one of those like crazy sex romp comedies, so like it can't be that bad for like you know what I mean for like an old teen movie. It's not just like oh I gotta get to the game and then get laid and yeah. that's like the entire movie. Yeah. yeah, is that Sixteen Candles? No, someone's trying to get laid. Someone's right? definitely oh, trying to get laid, yeah. and someone's trying to get laid in this movie too. Oh, for sure, but oh, not oh, like oh. that's not like their whole deal, right? I mean, maybe it is for a while. Anyway, optimistically for Hughes schools. Beth, you go second, as Dan's we all know. Notes. Okay. What? What's, what's notes, sir. What does it say? This lab movie, yeah. no sense. <laughs> I'm sure oh, that makes perfect I'll sense. Remember oh, for sure. <laughs> okay, so I don't think I've ever seen this movie, but the amount of times that someone's like, you've never seen Breakfast Club makes Ugh. me think that it's pretty good. Mm. But can't be that good, yeah. right? Fair. So I'm going to also say four. Okay. Also, like, chill out, random people talking about yeah. what, what you write there, buddy. Can't be that good. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, that one I think you'll pick up on. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Dan. I am third, as we all know. Of course. Um, I've probably seen this almost all the movie and remember thinking it was fine. It feels like a lot of talking, mm-hmm. which maybe it's pretty short. Oh, real quick. Are you concerned that this will be a movie where young people are just going about their lives and it stresses you out. <laughs> no, I don't think it'll have that problem. Okay. I think that's um, less of a problem with the age of the characters and more a problem with the style of the movie. I see. And I don't expect this movie to have a lot of quick cuts and location changes. Yeah. So actually, I think in terms of pacing, it will be very common pleasing to me. Like the fact that it's mostly in one location yeah. is really I gonna... feel like I'll know what's going on yeah. the whole time. Okay. Wow. wow. <laughs> Yeah, I really swung with the fences on that. They're still in detention. They're working things out. Sure. That's maybe the whole time. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll cut to just like a group of young cowboys out in the football field. <laughs> we can <but>. dream. <laughs> Quick cutaway to a cowboy. Um, so that sounds fine. But people really like it. So I think I'm going to say four as well. Okay. Hmm. That sounds cool. <laughs> hey. Wally, you're... Fourth. I'm fourth. Dan, just Last. for the just to keep this going, Dan wrote the word fine, but with an <laughs> exclamation point. Yeah. All right. Not confusing. <laughs> Not confusing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Molly. That's oh, okay. Uh, hi, I'm Molly. I go fourth because I need the most time to think of a thing. <laughs> um yeah. So for me, I have both a lot of nostalgia and a lot of potential hurt writing on this movie. Mm. Um, because I think it will be disappointing in a number of ways that I'm not fully emotionally prepared to handle, <laughs> especially not under the newish gazes of some other generational people. But I am brave. 
And I am strong. <laughs> and I will therefore choose four. Yes. Uh, Hughes schools. Hughes and schools. And um, with like some hope. Yeah. Yeah. I also, Molly's late breaking bet. I'm pretty sure I am not going to be rooting for the romance that happens. Oh. Okay. For probably different reasons than I would have had when I was a kid. Sure. Yeah. But uh, I'll save all that for later. Yep. And with that, we're going to press pause, go watch Breakfast Club, and we'll be right back. Uh, Hi, listeners. It's me, Dan, your mid-roll hero. Wow. (laughs) Coming at you with a very important annual announcement. Oh. May is right around the corner. It's (laughs) two months from now. (laughs) It's the other M month. That's right. Okay. (laughs) And we respect you that month. That's Respect Listener Opinions Month, the month in which you pick the movie that we watch. Mm -hmm. So starting now, as you're listening to this, run to a computing device. (laughs) Or your phone. That's a computing device. Oh. Unless you have a little phone. Oh, like a flip phone. Yeah. One that has internet access, though, because like a calculator is not going to do it for you. Okay. A web browser enabled device. (laughs) Yes. Type in this the URL bar, respect.totesrecall.com. Wow. Yes. If that's too challenging, you can also head to the website and click a button. Yes. Yeah. Totesrecall.com is the website. Yes. yes. <laughs> Not any website. <laughs> so if you have difficulty remembering three words versus two words. Yeah. Yeah. Also an option. Sorry, I interrupted. But also, very like, excellent honestly, flow. it's 2023 and one of the words is dot com. So yeah. come on. Right. Respect.totalrecall.com. Okay. So yeah. Okay. But what if they go to respect.totalrecall.com? Well, Don't then they're dead to else. us. That's yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Arnold will be there with his donkeys. That's right. <laughs> Don't thank you for respecting. Couldn't get it. I couldn't get there. Thank you for respecting me. So you will go there. You will find a form where you can nominate movies to be voted upon. And then starting April 2nd, Mm -hmm. so that you know it's not a joke, (laughs) you can go to the same website. Wow. Same URL. Yeah. Different website. Respect.totesrecall.com and vote on all the nominations. And then... May movie, we watch the movie that won. <laughs> wow. Again, the only URL to remember is respect.totesrecall.com. Nominate now. Vote between April 2nd and April 9th. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, right? Wow right. didn't my, that wow didn't come out the way I wanted okay. it to. It sounded really, like you said what? I really thought you said what? Yeah. I felt like I explained it. Clearly. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> respect.totesrecall.com. We'll have directions there. Yeah. Nominations open now. Yeah. Go now to respect.totesrecall.com.com. No. <laughs> but first, listen to the rest of the show. And we're back. We just watched 97 minutes of just barely veiled, like very intense teenage rage set mm. in 1985. Ooh. Wow. Yes, that's me. I'm the winner. <laughs> I get all the breakfast for winning the year. Oh, you won the breakfast club. Yeah. I see. They don't eat breakfast. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. You, you sure are. Yeah, they eat lunch. Whoa. Yeah. They should be the lunch club. God well, damn it, Hughes. 
<laughs> we'll talk about it. <sighs> we'll talk about it. Okay. Speaking of <laughs> uh-huh. something that champions have is breakfast. Wow. And talk about a championship transition. And <laughs> another thing that uh, is a champion is us in terms of segmental awards. <laughs> mm. Segmental awards. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We win the segmental The seggies. And then the other ones. We get the seggies. Yeah. <laughs> We're always nominated for a seggie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for the segment that we do, 60 Second Summary. Mm-hmm. Wow. We've even gotten the seg and seg for segments and segways. Wow. Yeah. Thanks the double to the segway stylings we, of Dan Jaquette. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. We're, 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 uh, double seg. We're gunning for a Seagot, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. The segment in which we summarize the movie we just watched, The Breakfast Club, in 60 seconds exactly. As is tradition, I volunteer to do it. I don't know. Didn't you do it last time? Oh. Did I? I think I said Beth hadn't done it, and she was like, I just did it. So now certainly she's never done it. At certainly. This point. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how it works. Yeah. Okay, I'll try. Yeah. Oh, this is a nice bookend, too. This was... Oh, right, because you did the pre-call. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, fun. That's fun. That is fun. Okay. All right. Are you ready? No, I never am. We open on. Are you ready enough? We open, okay, yeah. <laughs> Go. We open on a quote from David Bowie that then gets shattered into glass. Yes. And then it is a high school and you see high school students arriving. Uh, they have some like tensions with their parents as they're being dropped off. They kind of all meet each other. It turns out they're there for a Saturday detention. Uh, they're being monitored by someone who checks in the, in on them twice over eight hours, possibly. <laughs> and um, they uh, 30 seconds. voice their frustrations with each other, um, kind of taking it out on each other at first. They start to get to know each other a little bit more, and you find out more about the characters. They get into some antics, and at the end, they are friends, and they two, two of them smooch. 10 seconds. And, oh, God, I have too much time. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's a lot of chatting. And then there's a really cool part where a guy walks down. At- time. <laughs> oh, wow. We'll never know. Wow. We'll never know the cool part. <laughs> he walks down what? Oh, no. Well, Which cool part? <laughs> yeah. Never know. The only thing I will add is that the cool part is he walks in the field and freezes. <laughs> yep, in the air. that is the cool oh, part. <laughs> and freeze frame. It. Don't you forget about me. I, I tried see. to stretch it up for too long. It's not the part where <laughs> it's hard when you can't see the it's clock. Not, it's not the part where Emilio Estevez hot box is so hard he shatters the glass on a door. <laughs> I do absolutely want to talk about that. <laughs> this movie, for the most part, is a very slow burn of real people mostly talking about real problems and just mostly talking and not doing much. Yeah. But at one point they all get high. Almost all, most of them at least get high. Um, and Emilio Estevez gets high so hard that he gets so excited. He screams and shatters the window <laughs> on the foreign languages booth, Amazing. which feels like a wild sort of like magical part to yeah. a movie that has, that is very grounded in reality up to that point. Right. Yeah. yeah. Is he, are we to believe that like he got super, marijuana powers or <laughs> he's a good singer like what or maybe he's so high he's imagining it that's uh, another possibility okay. what he's thinking is happening he's feeling the power of 
marijuana. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> he's that got reefer madness. One regret John Hughes had about this film was shattering the door, that shattering glass. Oh. But I think it's an interesting compliment to the shattering glass at the beginning of the film, which yes. also makes no sense. No. Which also <laughs> makes no sense and is kind of jarring. But I did kind of get the feeling from this film that mostly it's about a shared pressure and rage. Yes. And those two things coming together and starting to break stuff. Yeah. And they're breaking down, they're shattering expectations. Oh. oh and okay. the barriers between themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their social A lot of shattering. Clicks. Yeah. And their walls around romance. Yes. Sure. Are yeah. shattered. Yes. Yeah. And some of those romance walls you feel okay about, and some of them you do Less not. So. No, Less very so. much. Yeah. I don't problem. even know where to begin. <laughs> Should we start by just saying it is about five? Five of them, not yes. six. There yes. are five. Oh, yeah. Teenagers. Do we want to check the union built pre call? Oh, yes. We should see how Beth scored on her pre call. Yeah. Um, there are six teens. No. No. Five teens. Five teens. Do we see a sixth teen who's not part of the core no. group? Can we not really? There is a man child who is their authority figure. In school. Oh, my gosh. All right. All right. We'll, we'll see how it tallies up. Um, they're there on weekend detention. Yeah. Yes. Saturday, it's 7 a.m., nine Whoa. hours. Yeah, I it's. I it's just safe. don't get it. It's child abuse. Yeah. They're being abused. Yeah, <laughs> state should step and in. Who is that guy? He's a f- vice administrative principal. guy. So he gets to just tell students that they have to come in on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And also, oh, I have so many questions. Yeah, should I keep asking them or just wait okay. until we go through? I mean, the let's list. make sure you won first. Okay, yes. let's see. Okay, <laughs> the teens are Molly Ringwald, a punk, someone with dark hair, and a nerd. <laughs> yeah. Which is only four. <laughs> I, I forgot about the jock. Yeah. Um, the someone with dark hair was Ali Sheedy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the punk was more of the criminal yes. type. Yes. Mm, okay. That I was thinking. But he does have kind of like those punk looking. in a punkish. Um, like fingerless gloves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Pretty badass. Yeah. At first they don't like each other. Then there's antics. Then they bond. Yep. Nailed yep. It. I believe Nailed I said it. that in my... Summary. (laughs) Your pre-call? Yes. And my recall. Yeah. (laughs) Recall. Um, There's romance. Two of them fall in love. Yeah. Sure. I would say four of them fall in love. But that includes two. That's true. Two. At least two (laughs) fall in love. Uh, Someone says, I'm cool. Someone else says, I have parent problems. Yeah. 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 Pretty much true. (laughs) That's So true. It's like in the same way, two is a subset of four. Yeah. yeah. That statement is a subset of something everybody says in the yes. movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then the last one says Breakfast Club. And I don't know what else I wrote. So okay. I think yeah, I got it. It says Breakfast Club. Yeah. Club. You said Breakfast Club? Yeah. Club. Oh, okay. Club. Club. In. In. Ocean? Movie. Is that a G or a G? <laughs> is that even part of the word? It looks like that, like you drew like a little arrow. Or like we're doodling a little kitty cat and then stopped. Yeah. <laughs> could be. Yeah, that could be a kitty. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, just add yeah, in. Yeah, the, he's yeah. got ears and then he's yep. adding in a little mouth. Yep. We just, and I just will say we have not yet won the award for note taking. No. <laughs> no, no. It is still pending. Uh, we haven't yet received it. I, yeah. I assume it's in the we mail. We can't for it I every keep year. in sending in like, you know, the like application. application. Thank you for yeah. all your Then I get letters that. back. They're like, we cannot read what this says. <laughs> oh no. Please resubmit. So, yeah. Oh, ironic. Yeah. It's a process. Uh, but yeah, just, um, we'll get there. looks like hundred percent Utah. Perfect. Good job. Good job. Thank Excellent. you. Thank you. You know, we're just like the Leo DiCaprio of the note taking awards. Like, People, we just keep dating 28-year-olds. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. 
25. Yeah. 25, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Even as I was saying 28, I was like, I think that's too old. But can it be? It yeah, that's an elderly There's person. There's a chart. Check <laughs> the chart. <laughs> anyway, uh, what are we, what did we interrupt, interrupt, interrupt Beth? What? For, to do that part? You interrupted me so I could do my son. I think we were going to complain about Judd Apatow's character. Oh, we were going to go Judd through. Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson. <laughs> this is... Uh, we're gonna get blackballed from comedy. <laughs> we are gonna get blackballed from comedy. We'll never get a sea god. <laughs> I think Beth was mad about the library. Oh mm. yeah, the library is huge. Yeah, they redid the gym. What to make As it look a like library? a library? It was all filmed in a real high school, but the library was too small for filming, and so they rebuilt a library in the gym. And they were donated a bunch of books from the local library system to fill up the library with books. For the month or two of filming. What about the one that Judd rips apart? Was that alone or was that like? I mean, wow. I feel like there was higher respect for the written material in 84 when this was filmed than there is now. So I can't imagine they would really. Wow. You think Hughes like just got a prop book? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I mean, it was probably paper mache. It wasn't even. Yeah. You know. But they also go to a gym. So does yeah. this have two gyms? I mean, I'm not exactly sure. There might be a secondary location. Oh, no, there was a gym on site because that's where the cast and crew would spend a lot of time between setups. Oh. Yeah. Play basketball. And they filmed it in sequential order. They filmed the movie in sequence of the day. Wasn't the on-site gym the library, though? I'm not. Okay. You think it's like Iron Paradise? Yeah. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> one of the cast just brings a basketball court with and them. By Iron Paradise, you mean Dwayne The Rock Johnson's portable gym? Yeah. yeah I mean, portable is a generous oh, term. I didn't know what you were talking about, so thank you for Mobile. that. Mobile. Yeah, he Mobile. He travels gym. with it. Yeah, but I don't know if it's, I wouldn't call it portable because I assume it's on like a semi truck or something. I mean, it's so much equipment. So big. Yeah. At any rate, I'm not exactly sure, but somehow they had access to a gym and they also reproduced the library within a gym space. Wild. Yeah. Was it based on a real library at all? I think so. Okay. The library is two floors. So Mm -hmm. big. It's got a gigantic statue in the middle of it. Yes. And it's just confusing for a high school. And it's it's like... there's not that much room to put books, really. Well, but they've got also got these great, they've got like a foreign language center. Yeah. Like to me, yeah. it really sold this was an expensive suburban school. Sure, sure, where sure, you sure, sure. would have this very disparate range of That's true. incomes. Yeah. But it was very large. It, okay. was. it was certainly large. Yeah. Like multiple enclosed rooms mm-hmm. that you could go into. Apparently, a phonograph with a built in speaker system yeah. <laughs> or something. I guess it reminds me a little bit of like a fancy college library. Sure. Yeah. College. It, great, that makes totally. sense to yeah. me. But like some preppy high schools or colleges. That's Am I right? <laughs> you are right. Some high schools have enough money to just blow their wads on ridiculous library stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. So aside from the library, I'm confused by the entire situation. Okay. So these okay. kids, they each did something that was deemed... Bad enough yes. that they had to come into school on a weekend. And then this random man who we're assuming is the vice principal. In all the write-ups, he's the vice principal. He's the vice principal. Is like, yeah, I'll be there for nine hours. And then he is supposed to be monitoring them, but he is not in that room 
at all. No. He's there like at the beginning and then at the end. Well, it's not his fault that Judd Apatow, I'm just kidding, <laughs> Judd Nelson, that Judd Nelson messed with the door, right? Because normally he just sits in his office and the doors are open. Right. Yeah. But Judd Nelson's character, whose name is John Bender, haha, ah. Bender debilitates the library door so yeah. he can't supervise as he normally would. He could be, that library is huge as we established. Yeah. yeah. He can just set up his desk but in why there. Why would, would you want to sit in why there? Why would you want to be there at, at, at all for because nine he's hours? He's a sadistic jerk yeah. who has yep. nothing better to do than torture kids. Yeah, that's what he's doing. And it's he upsetting. signs himself up for eight weekends of that. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Which is wild. Like, it's just weird. really weird. But Saturday detention was a real thing, and it was really called the Breakfast Club among certain high school students. Oh. Yes. I didn't know a that. sort of a joke. Gosh, okay. You seem to know a lot about, like, the production of this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went to, um, I went to Wikipedia. She got bored or had seen the movie too many times. Need about me. Wikipedia. Three dollars. Well, and in the almost forty years since this movie was made, there is so much trivia that mm. I was reading for like ten minutes after the movie was <laughs> done, and I still was only halfway through. Yeah. So there's just a lot out there. A lot going on for a movie where not much happens. That's, yeah. Okay, here's the other problem I have. So the the nerd student played yep. by Anthony Michael Hall. Brian. Brian. Brian not Brain. He, oh, I get it. We yep. later find out that the reason that he's in detention, detention is because he had a gun to attempt suicide. Was it a flare gun? It was a flare gun. It was a flare gun. Do they not know that? Because he should not be in detention in that case. He it's should the be 80s, getting, Beth. Oh, it's so, it made me so mad. I was like, <laughs> why is he in trouble for that? And what, he was going to kill himself with a flare gun or he was going to like threaten the shop teacher to give him a better grade? Unclear. Yeah. Okay. Just he was desperate. Yeah. Because he's under pressure. Yeah. 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 David Bowie. It yep. was very intense. <laughs> oh. That was glass shattering. Raining down yeah. on me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Did we ever figure out why Claire was there? Molly Ringwald's character? She skipped school. Skip school to go oh, shopping. Oh, right. I forgot. I was too distracted by how nice her dad was. Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, like intensely nice. Like too nice. <laughs> he was nice. And that BMW belonged to John Hughes. Oh. Wow. Must mm-hmm. be nice. Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah. So we got Preppy Princess. Claire. Went shopping. Yep. We got... Judd Nelson, just, I want to call him a pirate, but he's a criminal. <laughs> criminal. But he's got like some bandanas and stuff. Yeah. Makes yeah. him kind of a piratey. Yeah. Yeah, sure. He. We'll just say he's a pirate. Yeah. What did he do? I think he's just always there. He's always there. Because he's a, you know, a no good punk. Yeah. Sportsman, Emilio Estevez taped someone's buns together. Yep. Uh, Nerd gun. Yep. And then. And what's her name? Al- Allison. Allison. Allie? And yeah, they, Allie Sheedy. And mm-hmm. she's playing Allison? Yep. yep. I don't like it when they do movies do that. <laughs> well, sidebar. the character was already named, but sure. Yeah, change it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I either <laughs> cast someone different or change the script. Okay. That's my opinion. Okay. She d- didn't have anything. She just showed up. Yep. 
because That's what she, she said. But she's also That's a compulsive she's liar. She's a compulsive liar. But she also said she was a liar, and if she's a liar, then is she not a liar? <sighs> oh. No, no, she definitely She's like was those two com- doors yeah. in the labyrinth. Right. Very compulsive liar. Yeah. Okay. The other day, this is real. I was like, we should watch the labyrinth. Oh, <laughs> <we> <laughs> no way. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody Happens else. Someone else. Yep. Yep. Mm. And then I was like, wait a second. I remember drawing that little worm. I remember. Yeah. I remember. What? A too well. I had forgotten, and maybe I never fully appreciated Ali Sheedy's character. Ugh. I loved everything she did in this movie. It was so good. Like that whole character was amazing and my hero. And I really loved her. Yeah, just so like even with the dandruff situation, like she is so joyful in all of the weird stuff that she does. Mm -hmm. Really a dream. And I didn't appreciate before, like everybody gets dropped off, right? And most people get chewed out by their parents as they're getting dropped off. Her character gets out of the back seat of the car. It's like some kind of generic sedan and stands there for a second and then starts to walk up to say something to the person driving the car, and it just takes off. Yeah. yeah. Like she, she says did. later in the movie. Right. They ignore, they ignore me. Yeah. Whoa. It all comes together. And it's just such a great way to kind of, it's it's like a really quirky and interesting way to say, yeah, she's got some stuff going on too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like different stuff. Different stuff. They yeah. all but have the different same. stuff going on. Huh. Yeah. I was, I guess it's it's because it's a movie. But it's like all these teens are really in touch with what's going on in their life, like the problems that they're having in their life. Sure. Mm-hmm. As a high school student, I did not understand what was happening with me. <laughs> oh, really? Like I was not so self-aware to, I, where I could have articulated, like, here are the problems that we all have problems at home. Here are the problems I'm having yeah. while mm-hmm. my parents were divorced. Yeah. It's kind of emotionally difficult for me to express myself. <laughs> okay. You're loving this, Molly's laughing. She's loving it. So thrilled. But I just like every character like can very well articulate exactly what the problem is with their home life. In a you know, like again, it's because it's a movie. But like, I was just impressed that all the teens have no problem being like laying it out. Here is exactly the distinct set of circumstances of why my home life is unsatisfying. For people they've only known, some of them only known for seven and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. Even that Emilio Emilio Estevez has a monologue where he talks about like why he put beat up that kid in the locker room, and I was like, "How did he figure that out?" (laughs) Like that is that's something like a major breakthrough. It is a major breakthrough, (laughs) and I was like, "Oh, he just knew why he did it." It's because they like freed their minds, man. Yeah, the power free for madness. Oh my gosh, that's why. Because Judd Nelson is the most generous stoner in the history of teenagers. (laughs) Yeah, they each got their own individual joints. Was so strange to me. Um. But just setting that aside momentarily, I, I don't know. I felt like I was this introspective. Like me and my best friend talked about stuff constantly. Mm-hmm. Like we would talk all day. We'd write notes during class and we still had an hour to talk at night. That was just filled with observations and questions and like thinking about ourselves. Mm. So thinking about yourself seems like a real natural teenager thing. Sure. Right? But I feel like, I mean, I was definitely very introspective, but I also... You know what? You know why it was? Because they were journaling on paper. Wow. Who? <laughs> Who was? Not like these kids these days? Not like kids with these their days. Oh. These 1984-85 kids yeah. had to write stuff down yeah. to remember and process it. They didn't have a live journal or a... 
Blogspot. That is writing. Blogger. That is writing stuff down. That's writing stuff down. Tumblr. That's not necessarily GeoCities. That can be writing stuff down. MySpace. Friendster. Keep going. Yeah, just uh, just their own domain they purchased. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I that's all right. That was. Uh, you were saying Dan, also know. Dan. Oh. AOL.com. <laughs> yes, of course. Aim, uh, aim away messages. Aim away messages. <laughs> oh, that really, there were some feelings oh, yeah. being oh, expressed oh, in that. That is true, isn't yeah. it? Yep. What I was going to say is I was very introspective, but I also was like, I think about like when I was actually talking, you know, getting real with mm. other people outside mm. of my own brain and I was full of shit. <laughs> so the fact that they were so authentic with each other, I think is what maybe felt so surprising. Yeah. Considering their unique relationship with each other in that they didn't have much of one. And yeah. also because frankly, I don't see how some of them warm to each other so quickly. Yeah. Uh, Judd Nelson's a real asshole. Yes. So, yes. Full time. Yeah. Like, I feel like, and I feel like the book, the movie is written as just like, yeah, this guy's funny because he like, sticks it to the man and he's just like a clown. But then it's like 40 years later. It's like, Oh, he's just a jerk, but he's telling it like it is. <laughs> sure. He's no. saying what everybody's thinking. What? Right. No boy. <laughs> well, right. But then it's like, Oh, uh, uh. no, he is just a straight up toxic. He's bully. just mean. Yeah. And it's hard to watch. I actually, I honestly felt like his performance, cause there are many other actors considered for it. Mm. And I was like, John Cusack would have played that. Differently. Very different. You know, yes. more impish, less dark and evil. Yeah. And I don't know. It just, it was really hard. And every time you thought maybe you were getting to something, you might like him okay. He was just so thoroughly creepy. And you get it. He's just super angry. Yeah. And he knows the system's never going to work for him. So why not strike first so that, you yeah. know. And he's but, like, obviously his home life is shit. terrible. Mm. A very abusive father. I yeah. think. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that I think that he needed to find theater because mm. when he is doing his performance as like his, this is my impression. Yes. yes. Mm. Uh, he is really giving it his all and he does his multiple characters. Alive. Yeah. He Sorry. really, yeah. He has this little monologue that he does and yeah. I really feel like I agree. he just needed to be connected with theater, but Turns out that his the people the adults in his life are not helping him no. to connect him with his passions. Maybe he'll move to Chicago. Oh, to mm. a vibrant theater yeah, scene. Let's get a mm. bottle of Malort thrown at him by a heroin addict, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> who is a genius. Um, <laughs> That's some insider. A local reference. Is it? <laughs> no, it's a local reference. It's local to Chicago. Anyway, I think part of the issue is that, like, again, because I think at the time it was sort of like, hey, this guy's like, yeah, like he's like, oh, he's bucking against the trend. How novel and engaging to watch. But like now it's like, oh, they're just letting him talk for so long. Like, I feel yeah. like the first half an hour of the movie was just him holding court. Yeah. yeah. And just sort of like poking everyone in that room. And it's like, eventually like they could have probably just cut to like, Oh, he's actually very vulnerable on the inside. Like maybe like 15 minutes earlier. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There, the point where Brian is like, I feel like 
we're all friends, right? What's going to happen when we, you know, go back to school and we see each other? Mm-hmm. I was like, you are? You're all friends? Right. Like, at that point, I felt like they had gotten into some deep stuff, but I didn't feel like there, any of them had formed friendships mm-hmm. yet. But for Brian. For Brian, maybe. I know, Brian. He's an earnest boy. And they danced together. That's true. That is true. Was that before that? I thought that was after that. Oh. Oh. The dance happens after because it breaks the tension of that really intense conversation that they have. Okay. Oh. So that, I do believe, if they had the dance scene before that, I would have believed that. Okay. But. Wow. Yeah. No, I think for Brian, it was real. And for everybody else, they were like, this is a companionship of. Maybe Allison was like, sure. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. No, that's a good point. Because she doesn't care about conventions, right? Right. I also really, and I had forgotten this, really loved how Emilio Estevez and Molly Ringwald's character at their beginning are like sitting. There's a whole exchange that happens that's nonverbal. Yeah. Where they're like we're not the weirdos here. Let's sit together. And like so much past understanding between those two. I don't know. It was just really like more satisfying to me than five people who were all completely separate from each other. Right. Because mm-hmm. then that dynamic could change over time. Right. I just hadn't noticed it before. Yeah. Filmmaking. Whoa. I know. It's almost like there was like a story <laughs> and like a beginning, middle and an end. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to give jo- uh, uh, Bender one thing. And yeah. that is when he said, Mole really pumps my nads. I <laughs> enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. There's some, the language of this movie is maybe it's just 85. Right. Or maybe like, was this how the youth was talking, Molly? Were you... Where, how old are you? I mean, canonically, we're all 35. Of course. Yeah, sure. But were you a high schooler in 85? Or you, no. You were when I was in 85, I was in the fifth grade. Okay. 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 So, so my older sister would have been like middle school. Okay. Was your older sister ever talking about how something pumped her nads? You know what? That never came up. <laughs> you call each other boneheads? Uh, not necessarily, but there are so many phrases in that movie that are so familiar. You know, just in general. And I don't know if that's because it's popular culture. It was first there. That was just repeating. Yeah. The thing I found interesting was the, that felt real to me was the use of big words like conceited. Mm-hmm. I think of conceited as kind of, like, I don't know if kids today would talk about something being conceited or someone, but like that really Probably landed with emojis me. instead, right? I, <laughs> kids today. Yeah. I don't think kids use emojis anymore. No, that's what do they like use? very, they just talk to each other. Oh, I think that's a really millennial thing to that's do. Nice. As soon as you put an emoji, they're like, old Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Good or if for you them. put a period at the end of your sentence. Oh yeah. I have some older family members who put periods at the end of sentences and I'm like, you know, you sound mad. Yeah. But I don't say that because it who doesn't cares? really matter. Yeah. Wait, what? I always put a period at the end of a sentence. Oh, oh you sound no. mad. Are you texting? I wouldn't be like, thanks. I'd be like, thanks. But I would. Exclamation mark. Yeah. But I would yeah. say like, hey, I'm going to the store. Do you want anything? Question mark. Well, question, question mark is not. But store different. would have a period at the end. I wouldn't say, I'm going to the store. Wait, that's the last line. Context. The last, the last word. Yeah. If you just said, I'm going to the store. Period. Yeah. If you feel some compulsion to put a question mark or an exclamation point at the end, that's how you're getting around it. Okay. Right. If you're beyond betrothed replied, no period. You would be like, wow. wow. No, he's pissed. Yeah. I would think he's pissed. The answer, I'm going to the store, do you want anything? No, period. Yeah. 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 Well, I I think he'd be pissed if he had an exclamation point at the end. Well, sure. No, you just said no, no punctuation. Yeah. yeah. He says, no thanks, period, maybe. Ooh, period. Oh, like no comma thanks or like. Yeah. He's mad. With full he's punctuation. Mad. He's, he's so mad. mad. He's so bad. mad at you. Oh my God. 
Or no thanks! Exclamation point. Well, that's fine. That's, that's fine. fine. It's well, the, we're talking about the period at the as the last think, thing you read. Yeah, use the period if the if the sentence makes sense to use it. Come over if you want. Period. Oh, oh. You, you don't know. Come like, over if you want nothing. Okay, hey, great. Yeah. I'll come, come over. Come if you want exclamation point. Well, now slow it oh, down. Let's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not here? one of those nights. These yeah. are all like kind of like <laughs> single like single sentences. Yes. Like, what if you're having a conversation with someone? All the more reason. You're stopping to put a period in? Dang. I can, it's okay, but I can the, type really fast on my phone because of my youth. Do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if you send me one of these bet. things and it ends with a period, yeah. I'm going to freak the F out yeah. and call you because like, I'm what's old. wrong? <laughs> what did I do? I'm yeah. learning a lot. So only exclamation points. I'll just write back, <laughs> what's wrong, yeah. period. The last sentence has no punctuation. has no period. No that's, matter what. That's the only one that's a problem, I yeah. think. Yeah. Anything else is fine. I find myself into a pattern of something exclamation. I'm excited. I get, or like, yay, I'll be there at three, period. Thanks, exclamation point. Just to really like. It's always a sandwich. Yep. You do have yep. to. I do that in emails. Yeah. yeah. I put, yeah, too many exclamation marks in emails, it feels like. like <laughs> I don't know why I'm excited about email. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking... Get that data cube right, right away. <laughs> or you le- like you swing too hard that direction. Like some people I work with where it's like, here is a sentence that is like a perfectly reasonable thing to put in a business, a company, like a co- you know, professional email between two peers. Uh-huh. 18 exclamation points. Like what <laughs> oh, the fuck no. is wrong with that's you? Why, that's terrible. <laughs> but if you're trying to get a job as a nanny, you uh, use as many exclamation points okay, as possible. Good to know. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Interesting. So, I feel know. like I'm learning so Hot much. Tips. Yeah. <laughs> and this was all covered in the movie we just watched. Yes, yes absolutely. Which is The Breakfast Club. Oh, okay. Yes. Which we did promise to talk about the meals of this. That was, oh. you know, an enticing little nugget that I put up top. Chicken, Chicken nuggets. nuggets? Yep. Or mm. veggie. Or something else. Okay. Glu- vital wheat gluten. <laughs> side, side, <laughs> side topic. Beth, yeah. please leave this in. Um, <laughs> Chicken, okay, we got chicken tenders, yeah. chicken yeah. tendies, yes. chicken nugs, yeah. chicken fingers, yep. chicken strips. Yep. Yeah. Um, I contend that tenders, fingers, and strips are all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And nuggets are different. I would agree. I think I, that's basically true, but I would think strips are cut as opposed to be pulled. Oh. Wait, who's pulling? Well, pulling the meat apart and then then deep frying versus slicing. Ah, okay. So they just have straighter angles on them. That's what I think, but I don't know. I think of chicken tenders as being larger cuts of meat. Yeah. But I don't, that is something that maybe I'm setting myself up for disappointment then. And is any of, are any of those like a superset of the other ones? What do you mean? Like, God, you librarian. Oh, like, <laughs> not does all chicken, chicken tendies cover. Is a chicken finger a chicken tendy? I see. I would argue yes. But not all chicken tendies are chicken fingies. Not no, all chicken fingies. Yeah. I don't like this direction. Anyway, they don't eat breakfast in this movie, The Breakfast Club. They eat lunch, though, Never baby. Do. They eat lunch, and Allison's lunch is. Everybody's lunch is insane. Yes. In different ways. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So let's go through it. Sport. Princess. Princess. Sushi. sushi. And like, if she's got like her own little like table. Extremely expensive. She has like a soy sauce decanter. Like, yeah, it's been decanted. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in 85 when we were like 
Oh, yeah. Japanese, Sushi. right? Their cars are weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, Apparently the script originally called for pasta salad and Molly Ringwald was like sushi. Wow. wow. I'm yeah. rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's I, like, would, I would have sushi. Yeah. yeah. Sporto brings just an insane <laughs> amount of food. So much. Like a full bag of potato chips. Yes. Like one that you would buy at the store for your whole family. Yes. <laughs> Many sandwiches. At least sandwiches. three sandwiches. Yeah. A banana. An, and apple, an apple. An entire half gallon of milk, yes. I think. Yep. Yeah. If I'm remembering the size of the cup, maybe a quart, yeah. But it's a lot. It's a lot of milk. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Our pirate only has a Coke. Well, the Coke is from the teacher's lounge. Yeah. Oh, okay. They say they need something to drink. Yeah. Coke and uh, his locker weed, I guess. Yeah, locker locker weed. Which is sad because you know he's just going to get hungry. Yeah. Yeah. And he just kind of is going to steal from Brian. Brian. Brian, who has like. The most generic lunch just so we can be make fun of him. Like peanut butter and jelly. And yet. And soup. Soup. Soup's kind of a... Did he say soup? I think that was milk. It was no, no, soup. No, no, no. Yes, is it milk? He said it's soup. 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 Which is, that's a bold, I just feel like it's a real bold choice to bring soup. You're going to spill it. <laughs> anyway, his lunch is fairly normal, but then Allison's is like... Wait, can we... But no, Brian has a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with the crust, crust cut, cut off. off. Oh, that's right. Everything his about his lunch says that his mom made it for him. Right. Yes. Yeah. I think that's the point. Yes. Yep. And then Allison has some... Weird meat sandwich that she throws Some the meat loose away. Meat, the which meat, she tosses away. It's from a her. slice, the kind that has the olive in Pimento, it. It's, yeah. it's the uh, muffaletta. Muffaletta? No, it's no. a wrong word. Anyway, there's a name for that meat. Pimento Skull. loaf. Pimento loaf. Yeah. Thank you. Slice of pimento loaf. Flings it. Hits the Great side shot. of a lol. Um, Great shot. And I'll, I thought sure. I thought about that for the rest of the movie. Every time the we were in that statue, there was a piece of meat on the floor. It's <laughs> <laughs> giving me inspiration. But then a bunch of pixie sticks yeah. that she sprinkles on her white bread and then puts Captain Crunch on, and, and then just like smashes it all together after drinking a coke. Yes, which I just it's too much sugar. She drops the sick. rest <laughs> of the pixie sticks upside down into the coke yes. to sweeten yeah. it even more. I did enjoy that scene where like all the other kids just like slowly like <laughs> focused on what she was doing and then yeah. none of them could turn away. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I guess it's a fun choice for a movie, but it's like, do they all have to have wackadoo lunches? I, I think it, well, it I worked. think it gave them something really fun to react to. I yeah. wonder if anyone's ever done a visual representation of all the ways, all the configurations of everyone teaming up against one person. Mm. Yeah. Or, a lot of people teaming up and another defending because I think it would have been pretty evenly distributed. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is kind Everybody of fun to watch movie. those dynamic shift of like who's on whose team because yeah. no one is, no one's paired up the whole movie by right? default. Like yeah. you were saying, like Rich, Richie, and Sporto yeah. are like together at the beginning, but eventually they turn to each other and people join other people's teams. One of the parts that I enjoyed the most was when Allison, Ali Sheedy's character kind of is piling on, but also defending Claire, Molly Ringwald's character, in the same thing where she's basically like, you don't want to admit basically whether you're a virgin or not, and you don't want to admit it because either you're uh, a slut or a tease. And just really lays out the whole abyss of options for especially Claire, but for anyone right around that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And it was both aggressive and sympathetic. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It was a really interesting... I really enjoyed that speech. It passes the Bechdel Wallace. Oh, praise be. Praise be. But not until then. No, I think earlier she says, ha, Allie says, ha. Yeah. 
And then Claire, Claire says, says, like, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> or something like, or shut up. Or like, let's, shut up. Let's yeah. pretend that's not the first pass. <laughs> right. They actually talk about something real. But they, yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I agree, Molly. I thought they're like, even beyond the like, um, are you a prude or a slut? Like, I, I don't know. I was really hooking into like, oh, here, now she's talking about being frigid and being a tease. They really lay in on, but it's, mm-hmm. I feel like it gives a really broad scope to mm-hmm. the quagmire that I know that women have because I'm a feminist. I see. You say feminist? <laughs> yes. Okay. Is that an intentional pronunciation choice or? Oh, yeah. I'm putting the man in feminism. <laughs> yeah. Feminist. <laughs> um, yeah. The, I liked, I really liked um, Andy, who's Sporto, and Allison's dynamic because that was like, there was actually kind of a fun, like organic progression of them getting to know each other where like they were the two who were sent to get sodas and so like they're just kind of talking to each other in the hallway and i don't know allison's being allison and he's like not completely thrown off by it and kind of wants to take her at her word and sort of is like actually curious about her and then at some point she makes some comment that suggests that like her home life is kind of fucked up and he has like I don't know. He has this like genuine moment of compassion for her and just like goes to check in on her. Unlike Bender who like, you know, he's sort of, at least he presents himself as being like, I'm just like stripping away the varnish and like exposing the truth. But he does it in like such a dickish way that Mm -hmm. you're just like, Oh, you're just annoying. Yeah. Whereas Sporto, he's like genuinely seemed like he wanted to check in with her and like, see if she was okay. Cause clearly like, at that point, at least, he was like, oh, I can definitely relate to what she's going through, I assume. Yeah. Right? Well, and I thought he, yeah, his character really came around for me, too, in his description of how he had abused that other kid. Yeah. You know, because when he first, like, we sort of taped his buns together, which is really interesting. It's, like, so interesting that Sporto would not even say but or ASS. And instead says buns. Is very Why can't you to me. say I don't ASS. know. I just got into character. Uh, but... <laughs> like and it's sort of funny at first and then he goes into it and the cruelty of it and how freaking terrible it is yeah which is really extra powerful because you realize it's someone that brian knows and it could have been brian right yeah and i was like that is awesome i'm okay i'm available to you now Sporto. Oh, oh, no, just emotionally. Oh, Sporto. You're feeling right, enough now, yeah. you know? And that seemed like he, his character just had so much more room to move. Whereas I really feel like the way um, Judd Nelson's character was written, there wasn't that much chance for him to be a real person. Yeah. He was just sort of an agent of chaos slash. Like, angry, wounded person who just hurts other people, but also I'm supposed to care about him enough yeah, it to was, be okay that Claire gets together with him at the end. They like, uh, yeah, it wasn't for that. They, they, I think they, I think it was kind of like we were talking about earlier. Is like they just lay it on so thick at the beginning of the movie where mm-hmm. he's just like, boom, bam, boom, I'm a troublemaker, and then it's just like, oh, he's actually, I don't know, whatever. Where like uh, the vice principal just like goes full, <laughs> like PTSD. 
yeah. creation mode where he like throws him in a custodial closet and is like, hit me. So I have an oh excuse gosh. to beat the shit out of you, basically, yeah, is what yeah. he says it's, to him. That wild. scene is intense. Yeah, although he does say, I'll drop your dick in the dirt, which is a great line. <laughs> that was a great line. Um, but then at that point, it's like, you know, he actually is like, looks very frightened, like genuinely frightened. And like, he just turns on a dime so much, unlike, yeah, like I feel like Emilio Estevez's character, like he actually has sort of like, a progression whereas yeah. with yeah with bender it's sort of he's just like flips back and forth and so you just sort of feel like oh well you just can't turn it off yeah like when you're around the other kids like and he doesn't right because mm-hmm. even in the end where they're having their like real talk round table or whatever where they learn about brian bringing the gun in like he's still just like basically just verbally abusing claire yeah. even though he's like telling it like it is no, <laughs> or yeah, whatever. exactly like, i don't know he's so toxic and that she and i know he, they try to explain it with like him saying, wouldn't I be an ideal candidate for messing with your parents? I was still like, I still just don't, I still just don't like this couple. Yeah. Because he's like genuinely dangerous. Like, I think right now you could not play that character this way Mm -mm. because you would be like truly concerned for, in particular, Claire's safety. Yeah. Yeah. Because he is like, goes onto that desk when Mm -hmm. she, when the um, vice principal comes in to check in on them and like go, does he put his hand in her skirt? He puts his like face. face and then she like catches him in her knees and kind of yeah, squishes his head. No, yeah. not appropriate. <laughs> like I would have been like, I need to get out of this room right yeah, now. Right. Yeah. And then his first line is something like, what do you say? We get that door closed and like, yes. And pregnant her. Yeah. No, no. Ter- yeah. He's terrifying. He's yeah. Bad. And it makes me realize why Ali Sheedy prefers to be invisible. Cause that was me. <laughs> You know, because if you're not attractive and somebody that people are interested in, you can kind of hang in the background. Let's talk about Allison's attractiveness for a yeah. second. Can because, I yes, go please. back to one oh, yeah. thing? Uh, and then I do want to talk about how Allison became attractive. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> the, uh, the like the last scene we see with Bender about how how I wouldn't I be good to get at your dad. I feel like that was a, more of a theme back in the 80s and 90s of like, the bad boy to get it, the girl's dad. This is like definitely not the first time. Mm. Just mm-hmm. it just feels like a theme of movies from then of like we yeah. gotta the good girl's gotta date a bad boy to get at her dad. Those squares. Yeah, yeah. which is gross. I just yes. remember the first time I saw it in that moment where she puts her diamond stud in his like gross glove, mm-hmm. thinking, Oh, I guess this is what how love works. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was pretty impressionable so i think part of my anger this time was like kind of sticking up for my kid version yeah Yeah. sure it is i think part of the one of the most interesting things to me of watching these kind of movies as an adult is like nine times out of ten by the end of it i'm just like how in the world have they reached that point yeah like how in the world have they plausibly reached that level of a bond between each other yeah yeah we should talk about the romance. First, let's talk about Allison's transformation from not hot to hot, right. putting her hair back and getting some makeup on. Yeah, and like taking off and a taking layer off. or two yeah. or whatever. She she has a pink tank top she on. She looked mm-hmm. perfectly fine before. Yep. And then Claire kind of clarified her and we're supposed to, I don't know. And that's the thing, it's like, it's one of those things where at the time it came out, like, was it intended? It was like, now look at her. She's beautiful, or was it just sort of like, I don't know. I mean, the only thing I will say is like her hair was in front of her face, and then they pulled it out of her face right. so you can see her face better. But yeah. like, which Sporto points makes out, that like, like he says yeah, that line. I can yeah. see your face, yeah, which but, is like 
maybe he's like, oh, I can actually see you now. Mm-hmm. But also, like, like it's it's nice, like it's nice when you don't hide yourself, sure. kind of. But My at the same time, yeah. like, <laughs> I, yeah, no, I'm being the most charitable that <laughs> I've ever been. That, well, I, don't, I think <laughs> that there is that it's there. Like, I feel like that layer is there. At well, least. and I, I would say on that charitable view, I think it is the most literal interpretation of them removing layers right. and showing. That they can, they have, and then putting more layers on, (laughs) you know, multitudes of ways. And the other is that moment where, like, both Brian and Sporto are like, whoa. Yeah, they're like cartoon wolves almost. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Brian does a double take. A little bit. Yeah. It's just, but it it was surprising to see her whole face. And it was like a very clear makeover. Like, who would wear that hairband with a freaking bow on it and stuff? But okay, whatever. So I don't know. I gave it a pass. Yeah, on that it's basis. A, it's legit a tough needle to thread. Like yeah. you, like people, every everyone, listeners, you're all beautiful the way you are, teens. Mm-hmm. But also, like taking care of yourself and like doing something. Like you look at uh, are people still watching Queer Eye for the just, just Queer? Eye. Eye. It's just called Queer, just Eye. Eye. Queer Eye. Are we still watching that show? Sure, I'm I don't watching. Know. There hasn't been a new one for a while. So. Okay, but like that's similar. The idea of that is like right. here's how about you. T- take care of yourself in a way that is good for you. Right. And now you feel better. And that's sort of like, it's the same idea of a makeover, yes. right? But it's not like a, Oh, you pulled your hair back and now you're hot. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't think this movie is doing necessarily. It's, I think it's in between. It's yeah. a little bit like, okay, now she looks a little more feminine and that's kind of a bummer, but also she's like, but she's also something. willing to be seen, yeah, right? Yeah. Because she is ignored, but also she is embracing being ignored. Right. right. And it's not and it's not just about self-care in that situation. She's also connecting with another friend. I mean, she yeah. says at one point she doesn't have a friend and now right. this person is like, you know, like like literally touching her face mm-hmm. and like, you know. Yeah. So it well, there's oh. there's like layers to it. And the makeover part is not the ideal part, but yeah. like there are little parts of it that are like, okay, that's kind of a nice way to show that transformation. Yeah. I mean, there is that line where she's like, why are you being so nice to me? And Claire says, because you're letting me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, there's, yeah, there's a lot around it. That's like, it seems like they're like pushing like an okay it wasn't approach. Like a, she's all that. Let's let down her hair right. and yeah. take off her glasses. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's like it's right on the, on the line, the edge. and I yeah. think the fact that we're struggling with this so much and coming up with these things, I think, speaks to how much I wanted to like these characters, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So, success. Yeah, and they uh, mostly all fall in love in the end. Oh, even that dirt bag man. Which we get Claire. Was it Claire? Yeah, mm-hmm. Claire and Bender. Brandon. Bender. Bender. <laughs> Joe Brandon. <laughs> Make out of the closet, and now they're in love. Yeah. Sporto sees Allie's face and now they're in love. Now they're in love. <laughs> Sporto it. And then Brian writes the essay and he's in love with his own. Yes, essay. it's so good. His he essays. punches himself in the arm. It's the cutest. He's yeah. so proud of himself. But I do like that too because he was so upset with himself and now it's like he's showing himself self love. Yeah. Mm. It's very, that's good. Yeah. It's good but for I, me. Yeah. <laughs> I also always dislike a romance for no reason. Agreed. I don't think I don't think any of these characters needed to fall for each other. No, no, no. one needed a neck and a claw. They could just be buds. Yeah. I, I think that's harder to do. I I would have liked it more actually if I mean we just talked about this, but if uh Claire and what'd you say, Brandon? Yeah. <laughs> Claire and Brandon didn't get together and it was just about Allison and 
other Brandon. Porto. <laughs> a tale of two Brandons. What was his name? Andy? Andy. Yeah. yeah. And, Andy, Andrew. a.k.a. Sporto. Yeah, yeah, I liked, because I did, I did actually feel like there were moments of the, like, them kind of like looking at each other mm-hmm. and falling yes. for each other yeah. a bit. And I liked, I liked that because it did seem real to me where the other two were just like, it seems more like, oh, they're kind of the main focus of the story. So they should also fall in love, yeah. even though they clearly, this is very toxic. Honestly, yeah. I think John Hughes thought of that scene with a diamond stud earring going into a gloved hand. And, and like, I gotta write this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Should we, Quickly Talk address the adults oh, in the movie. Yes. Yeah. We've got Vice Principal Vernon Vincent. Rich, Richard Rich Vernon. Vernon. That's yep. right. They yep. called him called Dick. Dick at every opportunity. Yes. LOL. LOL. Dick means penis. <laughs> and Carl, the, the janitor. Who rules. Who absolutely rules. <laughs> and like one of the most brilliant strokes in the whole movie is when Carl addresses Brian by name. Yeah. And, like, part of that is, like, oh, of course the nerd knows who the janitor is. Right. Which is also, like, a weird thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird that that is something that would even be, like, ah, isn't that silly? It's yeah. Like, but I think it also speaks to, like, Brian's character, right? Yeah. He doesn't have a sense of He's, like, more hierarchy. open to people. The, and the not, social yeah. hierarchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then yeah. there's some speculation that Carl is who found the flare gun in his locker. As Carl goes through, he makes a point of saying right. he goes through everybody's oh, stuff. Oh, I didn't catch that, but yeah. Yeah, right, so. right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Because Although it blows up in his locker, right? Bad Brandon. That makes a lot oh, of that's sense. That's what that was in the opening. Got oh, it. Oh, wow. So making that singed locker in the beginning, yeah. But, oh, yeah. things are adding up. <laughs> but I do like how Carl, like, I, I just, I enjoyed it because his first scene is like, Bender tries to do what Bender does, which is like, cut him down. Yeah. And then Carl's basically like, fuck you guys. I see all your weird shit. <laughs> Like, yeah. I know everything about you, you freaks. <laughs> he says it in a much more yeah. like, no, kind, clever way. Pretty but, similar to what yeah, he says. But he doesn't like, he's not that like overtly mean <laughs> to them. He's more like, ha 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 ha, you fools. Yeah. And then he extorts Dickie. Dickie Vernon. Uh, who is apparently just like going through con- confidential files. In the basement. In his boredom. And then they I share mean, a beer. Several yeah. beers. Yeah. Do you think they're just like in a toilet somewhere? Like Carl just got like toilet beer. He's uh, definitely got a stash somewhere. Yeah. yeah, that guy knows that school. He knows. Or he that's knows. Going on. He knows the teenager, like, like the students that have beer, beer in yes. their locker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no one's gonna rat him out. Nope. That's no, true. that's brilliant, Carl. And he always wears one glove. <laughs> it's very confusing. Honor's hero, very Michael cool. Jackson. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, so apparently um, the character of Richard Vernon was based on the wrestling coach that um, John Hughes had in high school. Ah, okay. Yeah. And he saw the guy years later, as, like his old wrestling coach who he hated, saw him years later and said, yeah, yeah, I saw that movie. It was pretty good, but that guy was a real jerk. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. I really liked the... Uh, they're just like weird moments of physicality with Vernon. Like one, like his constant like horns hand thing was yeah. so stupid and perfectly like <laughs> douchebag adult thing to do. Yeah, I didn't even get what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, then my favorite moment was when he like is just doing one of his bored wanderings and he checks himself in a reflection and then kind of like adjusts his coat and then just makes a weird like <laughs> sound. <laughs> yeah. He that actor does a good job yes. of being like very menacing and and scary, but also in a way that 
you're like, this guy just like, this guy sucks. sucks. And like, yeah. He's just himself. a prick. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. He's, His line where he's like, I make $31,000 and own a home. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. It's, it's nice. almost <laughs> like, it's almost like he's very similar to John Bender's character in oh. that he plays it all tough, but he also hates himself and the wow. life he leads. Wow. It's almost like he's maybe taking his hatred for himself Onto. out on John Bender. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't Carl basically tell him that? Doesn't Carl like call him out on that basically? Yeah. It's like you took this job because you thought it'd be fun. Yeah. Layers. Yes. Agreed. I agree. I like an idea. Real quick. Just want to do a quick poll. Best okay. freeze frame of all time? Oh, no. Oh, no. No. no Hard no, no. boiled has I the better have one. A, a problem with that okay. freeze frame, actually. Please. Because I have the same problem. I pictured the freeze frame being when he. Puts his fist up yeah. in the air, freeze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he puts his fist up in the air and he takes two steps and then it freezes. <laughs> yep. They didn't freeze it at the right time. I love it. I agree. Clearly ad libbed. They tried a bunch of him walking and the last one he did his hand like that and the whole crew was like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep, that's the one. Oh, or they were like, <laughs> that's what let's it call it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's just say it's done. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah. freeze on the fist pump. Yeah. And, and you know, that, that like particular thing is so like what's the word i'm looking for like it's just so in pop culture yeah. that that you see that yeah ubiquitous yes so you see that all the time of like somebody putting their fist in the air and then it freezes so maybe i'm so used to seeing somebody freezing it right at the fist right. pump that it like just rattled me to yeah. see because it it's what everyone wants yes yeah. yeah right yeah what's no, the freeze frame and hard boil Oh, I think he like puts on sunglasses in his car oh, in the yeah. rear view mirror awesome but that is at the moment yeah, that's like glasses when the on. Moment, when freeze. the motion stops, yeah, the important. It's not stops. glasses on. Start the ignition of the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty sure Drive a block. <laughs> freeze frame. Yeah. yeah, that movie rules. Do you watch that yet? Oh yeah, I was just gonna say like no, I still have that one. I'll Can you say to. one more like behind the scenes yep. thing about this movie that makes Judd Nelson's choices extra creepy? Please, sure. One, he like did a whole thing where he got into character and like went and befriended teenagers and like got in with their group Hold and on. like became this character. And he was 24 He was 24 time. and he bought them liquor with his quote fake ID, which was his actual ID, right? <gasps> huh. Or he's a liar. But yeah. anyway, or lied about this. And a younger time. I don't know this man. Anyway, so that was one thing. Two, he tried to stay in character on set, which included bullying Molly Ringwald, who was 16 mm. during the filming of this. Also, 15 or 16 was Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. It was a brilliant performance. So amazing. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he really laid out it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody else in the movie was like 23 to 25. Yeah. 26. That doesn't surprise me. No. <laughs> like, I honestly, like, I really wish that they had all been younger because it would have been really nice to see that level of vulnerability from people who looked young enough, yeah. you sure. know? Yeah. And that apparently because Molly Ringwald was 16 and under, like a lot of the scenes had to be filmed with like stand-ins. Mm. And so that the older actors could be in scenes and do shots, but they had to wait to get access to the younger oh, folks. Oh, because minors. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Oh, because they could only be on set for so long? Yeah. Yep. They had to be in school. And- Interesting. Yeah. School. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you took away from this movie? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Well, before we get to our final ratings of the movie, we just watched The Breakfast Club. Uh-huh. More like The Lunch Club. You're right. Uh, You're not wrong. We like to turn to our 
fans who are also kind of in a club. What's the club? A Totes Recall club. What's the club? Discord club. Discord club? Totes Recall dot Discord dot. What? Patreon.com. Yep. If you are a Patreon, are we talking about fan engagement right now? We're talking about fan engagement. Yes. If you are a Patreon, you get access to Discord and you can ask us QCs on record night about the movie we are recording, The Lunch Club. Nailed it. (laughs) My last name's a palindrome asks Would it be a better movie if one of the club members was from the Cowboy Click? Yes. Absolutely. 100% 100%. Utah. That should have been the 16. I just want to see someone lassoing, like practice lassoing that. Statue? Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Forget about it. Or like uh, or, or like uh, uh, like smacking off the piece of lunch meat off the statue with a bowl yes. Yeah, and his lunch is just a can of open beans. Oh, absolutely yes. it is. Yes. <laughs> He's got oh, he a just starts a fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, no, no, he just uses the fire that uh, lights, Judd Nelson. Yeah, he lights Judd Nelson's shoe on yeah. fire and then yeah. cooks his beans over it. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that would that would be great. They should just like CGI that they for like George the 40th Lucas anniversary yeah, edition. Just get absolutely. a cowboy in the back. Every seat. teen movie should get a whatever they called those Star Wars releases, special editions, something editions. I don't, remember, I don't yeah. remember. Diamond. And just just do it. Just CGI teen Cow- cowboys. Teen cowboys. Love it. We'll start a fund. Yes. Yes. Go fund Criterion. Cowboy. Retroactive cowboy teen. Dot teen. Carson asks, is this kind of detention even a thing anymore? Do you think the premise resonates with today's school systems? Great question. I wouldn't think so. I don't I don't think you can make kids come in on the weekend. For nine hours. For nine hours. And I don't think teachers want that. Sure. They would be, I mean, teachers are tired. Yeah, who has the funding for that? Yeah. Not our public schools. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like there's been a whole change in how we think about discipline in schools too, right? Yeah. Where like there's a lot less punitive measures taken mm. yeah. necessarily and fewer suspensions. And Well, I would hope so because all those kids were there because they were having issues that they could perhaps get help with right. if they were with maybe an adult that they trusted and could you know, right. help But in the 80s, things. therapists were for jokes. Yeah. 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 So. Or for screwing. Oh, yeah. that was, she was, okay, I have to say, another reason I loved Alice Sheedy's character, and I know we'll get back to the fan engagement, but she reminded See? me so much of a friend of mine who, during that time in her life, like, spun lies like that just constantly. Mm. Mm. And it was just like a coping mechanism. Yeah. And it just became like a thing where you'd be like, a little half stop of like, Probably 80% of that is not true. All right, then. But anyway, Moving that would have been a thing <laughs> yeah. that she would have come up with. Right, 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 right. Go on. JBN Mipplis asks, could this all have been avoided with a cool it teens assembly? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. school had hired us. Yes. Yeah. Oh, if oh those gosh. five teens were forced to sit in the auditorium <laughs> while we came out with our suspenders. nine-hour performance. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. <laughs> Think of what we could do in nine hours. We could teach them so much. We could have costume changes. Hell yeah, we could. We could put we could, on different colored, yes. colored t-shirts. We could have like special guests. Oh yeah. Just come oh, on puppets. for one segment. Yeah. We could, do, we could each do a monologue. Please welcome Charles Barkley. <laughs> Chuck would do it. He cares about the youth. Stay in yeah. school. Hey, stay in school. <laughs> yeah. Great. That was the big one. I was. Is that still when y'all, y'all were growing up? The stay in school. Don't do drugs. Yep. If 
you can believe it, if you can believe it, you can achieve it. Oh, we didn't get that encouraged. <laughs> oh, we got if you believe it, you can achieve it. We had to sing a song every Friday morning. What? what? Like spinning wheel, some ABBA song or some. What? A what? dreams, a dream. Is this a song? A time to sing. Why is this you, a California you had to sing this? thing? Wait, what do you mean you had to sing this? Wait, what? Before school started. Before on school Friday? started. Yeah, you could show up, you know, literally play on the playground, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then bell would ring. Everybody has to line up outside because, you know, we're just chill. And we'd sing this song together and like have what? a Friday, like good vibes. Assembly. What? Was there like a song? If you see like our flag we had to look at or anything? That is wild. Is this, yeah, yeah. ringing a bell? Were you like each yeah. given a capsule to swallow <laughs> while you were singing? <laughs> we put on our plane robes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Our plane have a song. I can't think of what the amazing. name of it is. Though. That is Something amazing. about dreams. Um, in middle school, every day for three years of my life, I heard the principal at the end of every announcement session say and remember children learn something new every day and that or is else. wedged into my brain <laughs> and I'll just be minding my own business at the grocery store and I'll just hear that voice saying learn something new every day I'm like, stop it leave me alone leave me alone I'm an adult now I'm fine I, I know don't have to learn anything in junior high we switched from having like bells like the classic school bell yeah. to like a like a tone that would go off and it'd be like oh. boom like that but the principal made an announcement and he kept on calling it a bong. Everyone was laughing and I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> Amazing. That's my principal announcement. Oh, that's great. Memory. All right. DDV asks two questions. Okay. What would you pack in your detention lunch if not sushi? <laughs> and what joke would you recite to yourself while cl- crawling through the ceiling? Mm. Oh. Jesus Christ. I can tell you what I had most days. Go for it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think I often had rice cakes with peanut butter in them and oh, cut yeah. in half. That's good. Which would like really carried well. And I think I usually had like a juice box of some kind, something to drink. Capri Sun. And like yep. a piece of Strawberry fruit. cooler. That was it. Yeah. Me too. It was like a sandwich, like a peanut butter and jelly, maybe a banana. And like, yeah, juice box or something. Maybe some snacky chips. Fruit snacks. I, the lunch I was jealous of that my mm. colleagues. Oh, man. <laughs> Excuse me. Call weird. My fellow tra- travelers through the elementary <laughs> oh school system. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? You're, this is when you're already in the robes, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my fellow traveler. Hello. <laughs> Hello, scholar. Have you dream, dreamt your dream today? <laughs> No, some kids would get bagel bites mm. that were still warm by the time lunch rolled around, what? like wrapped in foil in such what? a way that they held oh, him. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't get that, but that's what I would hope to bring. But if I was getting detention, I'd probably not. Probably PB&J. Sometimes oh. I would get a BLT. For lunch? For lunch? Yeah. Would you make one or Ooh. it would be given to you? It would be prepared for me by my father. That sounds mm. good. I wow. love BLTs. Where was your mom in this? Uh, she lived at a different house because okay. Molly. Yeah. Okay. All see, right. See how happy Listen, she is? I don't <laughs> Look at how happy she is. She's yeah. grinning her ear to ear. She can't oh. stop laughing. Uh, yeah, I would probably have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, some sun chips. Oh, oh yes. Wow. I love sun yeah. chips. Fruit roll-ups. Forgot about fruit roll-ups. Oh, yeah. I need a fruit roll-up. I just, I just won't finish what sorry, my lunch Sorry. Was, go ahead. So. No, that's fine. I mean, no. it probably wasn't anything else. Great. And what no joke would you say to... while crawling through the... Um, I do want to hear. I'm it was so probably sorry. just a soda because I was a kid and it was dumb. I was like, I'll just drink this all day. <laughs> no consequences. Did you hear about the 
satellite's wedding. No. No. Um, the ceremony was terrible, but the reception was great. Oh! Yeah. That's pretty good. Thank you. Um, what did one Adam say to the other? What? One Adam said, oh, man, I'm an ion now. And the other Adam said, are you sure? And the ion said, I'm positive. Oh. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, if we're talking about the age that these kids were, I'd probably just do, like, an aristocrat's routine. <laughs> no. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. it's a 15-year-old boy. Yeah. The aristocrats. That's the one. Beth, you want a joke? Um, I can't think of any jokes except for this one that I thought was so funny. It's like everybody knows it, but I thought it was so funny when I was a kid. Let's hear it. Grasshopper walks into a bar. Okay. <laughs> the bartender says, hey, we have a drink named after you. And the grasshopper says, you have a drink named Herman? Oh, oh. Great. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Solid joke. Yeah. What's brown and sticky? God damn it. Oh. A stick. Yep. Oh, <laughs> king of comedy. <laughs> We're available. Uh, we are available Call for nine teams. hour bookings. <laughs> at least two hour the, of at least two hours of that would be us doing just those jokes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like library book, joke book. Yeah. Oh yeah. Level material. Yes. All right. My last name's a palindrome. Wow, getting two in here. Tops and bottoms. Excuse me? Wow. What? My lap's name's a palindrome. It has the first and <gasps> last. Sandwich, like like a palindrome. Yeah. Sort wow. Of. Sort of. Sure. Don't don't think about it. Don't think about it. Like a couple pieces of white bread with a bunch of pixie sticks. Yeah, sure. Middle. Since we know Hollywood is built on remix, what would a Breakfast Club mm. 2023 look like? Would these be the children of the original cast? Unrelated kids, but fun cameo? Fun cameo yeah. from Judd Nelson as the principal? Oh, that would, yeah. I think this would have a cast of 21 and... 21 people? Or aged. 21 kids. Okay. I think they would be appropriately aged by like Disney standards. So we're talking 18, 16 to 18, 19. Yeah. And I think you'd need that many to get like a pretty solid representation of the modern... Like kid atmosphere, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. The different and, divisions. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think detention would necessarily be it, but maybe like driver's ed. Okay. It'd be fun, except this generation doesn't want to drive. So how about I've a bus that. trip? Ooh, a bus trip to the National Model United Nations in New York. Okay. From a small town, and the bus ride is long, and they get to know each other. Yeah, or the oh. bus breaks down, and, and they twenty of oh. the twenty-one fall in love with each other, and one kid <laughs> oh. writes a letter to the bus. Well, driver. the one kid's yeah, asexual. Yeah, and writes a letter <laughs> represents <laughs> that aspect. And we're saying like, what, like ten, twelve, and we were cowboys. Yo, yeah, okay. at least, at least. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, cool, as, cool, long cool. As, as long as it's a majority cowboy. Uh, yeah, sure. right. I mean, it's. The 21st century. Yeah, please. And, and I'm I, that's just one idea. I'm just yeah. spitballing here. I would watch a Western version of Breakfast Club. <laughs> oh, where they're all thrown in the county jail? Yes. For moonshine? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And they have to get to know each other. It's very cowboy heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. They're all different kinds of cowboy. Yeah. yeah There's that, like fancy, fringy vest cowboy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's like Ruffin, an outlaw. Yeah. 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 There's like a real like working farm hand. Yeah. It was like a real cowboy, which was not glamorous at all. And they just had to like shovel Eat cow shit, shit and make like very little money. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, a cowboy who knows like the specifics about like the science behind growing stuff. Oh, yes. sure. 
a quick shooter cowboy. Yeah. And then there's just like the guy who was out in the sun too long. Yeah. 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 And the uh, the Richard Vernon character uh, owns the railroad. He's <laughs> <laughs> a railroad yeah. He's twirling his mustache in yeah. every scene. Yes. Someone gets strapped to train tracks. Yeah. 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 But they still smoke that weed, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably like opium. Probably, yeah. Is that more cowboy? I don't know. Or they're chewing chewing tobacco. But like really strong tobacco. Yeah. Chewing weed. I don't know. weed. I tried some real tobacco one time when I was a wow. college student. Chewing or smoking? <laughs> smoking. Mm-hmm. We had grown tobacco as part of a class. What? Long story. Wow. The class was Reconstructing Southeastern Indian Agriculture. Wow. And we were trying to like reconstruct agriculture the way it had been done yeah. centuries before. And we did a pretty, we did exactly the job you expect a bunch of college kids to, but somehow tobacco will grow anywhere. Mm. And someone dried some out, like our TA dried it out and like made cigarettes and brought it and was like, if anyone would like to try it. And I was like, I'd like to try it. And I mean, I had smoked sure. various things before. Okay. So I felt okay. like this is no big deal. I took like the smallest puff of this like actual real full bodied cigarette right. and had to put my head between my knees Oof. for like ten minutes just to recover. Oh, wow. It was intense. Yowks. Yowks. That's what uh, my name is a palindrome was getting at. That yes. was the story yes. they were really looking for. Yeah. Oh, that all the all the teens would be smoking just like raw leaf just tobacco. Just raw leaf tobacco. Yeah. That they and grew with, with their own hands. Yes. Yeah, and like 15 minutes of the movie with them just recovering. Just, yeah, having yeah. a hard time. But yeah. they're yeah. dancing during it. <laughs> yeah, and they can shatter windows with their strength. Yeah. yeah. Apparently Molly Ringwald was self-conscious about doing the dance, and so the director made everybody dance, and then she felt even worse because then she made all her coworkers dance, and they all had to do like those, like... Kylie choreographed scenes, but yeah. they're iconic. They're so fun. The dance break is wild to me. I guess it's just there just to give us some pep in a movie that's mostly just teens having a hard mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Also, to his credit, John Hughes had a hard time getting this film greenlit. Yeah. Because there weren't big parties and naked people yeah. and other stuff happening. Hmm. And he originally had a school nurse that's topless in a locker room scene. Why? I think to get it green lit by the studio. Like how? Like what was the context know, that would even but allow for that? Apparently, the actresses on set objected and they rewrote the nurses. That I think he just did oh, it to get it. I'm cleared. glad that they did. Oh. Yeah, because like what? where would they even? That doesn't make sense in the story. Who was at going all. to the locker? Room? Well, they they had the janitor absorb a lot of the purpose and lines of that character. Uh, okay, okay, but we don't see the janitor drop trial. Yeah, what well, the hell? Listen, if it had been me producing, no, I'm just kidding. I agree. If we had been producing it, we all agree that Jim Put Carl's went. dick in 2023. <laughs> Release the Carl's dick Release cut. the Carl's dick cut. Okay. We see a special edition, 40th anniversary release. We CGI a bunch of teen cowboys okay, and I'm, Carl's I'm, dick. I'm for the first part of that. The yeah. second half, I just don't think it's a good idea to like be like, yes, the janitor is like flashing everyone. No, no, no he's, not, just, he's just changing into his custodial outfit. come upon him. Yeah. And they didn't make, like, not even them come out. Like, Vernon is, like, looking around because he's bored. And then he's like, oh, geez, Carl, why are you changing out here? And Carl like, turns around. He's like, what? Yeah. Because Carl's confident in his exactly. body. He's like, I'm changing. It's nothing he's you haven't just, seen before. He's just wearing one glove. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I never take off the glove. Yeah. I think we can all agree. We can all agree that's version. what this movie yeah, should have had. I don't know if all of us are agreeing to well, that. Well, now, now that we've all agreed, well, <laughs> nope. our final thing is, of course, 
getting to the rating scale, which uh, we all remember is Hughes schools. Hughes schools. Hughes schools. Hughes schools, which are a set of... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's see. There, There's 13 of them. John Hughes has, has risen to power yes. and declared himself eternal emperor and dictator. Yes, from his seat of power in Shermer, Illinois. In Shermer, Illinois. <laughs> and to, um, to sort of quell unrest, he has an increase in doctoration. He's put everybody in these Hughes schools. But then once a year, two tributes are selected from each of the 13 schools yeah. and forced to fight to the death. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And, and they've been sorted by a sorting hat. That's right. right. Uh, or a sorting hat. Yes. And yeah, our rating scale is that. Is the number of, is that, yeah. yeah. You get it. You get it. There's nothing not to get. <laughs> so it's one, one through, one to five of those 13 schools? Yeah. Um, no, well, as a collective, right? You wouldn't be, be like oh, okay. the Waldorf schools and have to explain each and every one. You'd just be like, oh, the Waldorf school. Mm. Yeah. If you right? want to like make a quilt and live in the woods, yeah. go to a Waldorf school. Scores? Waldorf school? Waldorf school. Waldorf school. Waldorf school. Waldorf school. Waldorf school. Get Shorting. <laughs> yes. Shorting. 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 Um, Dan, you go first, as we all know. Yeah, what'd you write down, buddy? Uh, you gave it a four. Thinking it was a movie growing in a lab <laughs> and there was no sex. <laughs> I think I was saying that it wasn't a movie growing in a lab like the other teen movies. Oh, if you say so. Okay. Well, whatever. Check the tapes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, yeah, it was less. I was less uh, uncomfortable with it than I was expecting. Like really the only part of it that I was like, I don't feel like this is. I don't feel like I'm absorbing this the way it was intended was Bender's character because he was mostly just annoying. Um, but otherwise, I think the other characters had some very compelling arcs and it got real quiet at certain points in our little goofy funhouse yeah. movie watching room when they were having all their teen talks. Yeah. Yeah. So it was definitely uh, mostly very compelling. So I'm going to stick with four. Wow. Yeah. Beth, you also give it a four, thinking it's supposed to be good, but it can't be that good. Exclamation point. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a period You're at the end of that it. sentence. No. Um, yeah, I uh, I thought it was pretty good. I noticed the same thing, that we there were moments where we were like not joking at all. We were taking the movie very seriously, which is a good sign for a movie. <laughs> um, and I, I did like the characters. I did not like uh, Bender. I didn't yeah. think that that character held up, and I there were moments that didn't really hold up. So I'm going to say also four. Hughes schools. Hughes schools. Hughes schools. My name is Dan. I go third. Um, I gave it a four, thinking it would probably be fine. <laughs> and wow, is that a four for you? It'll probably be fine. He wrote an exclamation point after five. Yeah. Oh, fine. 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 got it. And it would not be confusing. Oh, right. Right. Which... <laughs> I agree. I knew what was happening the whole time. Wow. <laughs> I bet. And yeah. there were teens even. Yeah, there were teens. I knew what was happening. Um, yeah, <laughs> I did find it a little boring, mm. but like I appreciate, I really appreciate how like small and intimate of a movie it is. And I think everybody does a good job at what they're supposed to do. I agree. Evil Brandon was bad and I didn't like him. <laughs> Um, 
Oh, I'll stick with four. Wow. Wow. I also promised to map each of these teens to the Magic the Gathering oh, right. colors. Yes, oh. thank you. Which uh, I'm a little nervous about because I know we have a significant um, <laughs> fan base that has come over from a Magic podcast, right. so know way more than I do. But yeah. here's my best attempt. Bender is red. Okay. The color of destruction and chaos and fire. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Brian is blue. Uh, had a lot of those little scholarly things in that color. Sure. Um, I guess Ali Sheedy's black because she wears all black. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> right. And it's kind of an emo death sort of color. Okay. We got green and white. I guess. <clears throat> I guess I'll give green to sports man. They okay. got a lot of big beasts. Okay. And like mm. strong creatures. Yeah. Okay. And that leaves white to Claire. White has a lot of like healing and holy and good aspects to it which sure. I think works pretty well yeah. i feel actually very good I, about yeah, that yeah i feel yeah. okay i would that. love to hear from our fans how they think i did on that yes um good go job, for it five. nerds thank you <laughs> uh, close enough close enough go listen to how is it supposed to be what is it good luck high five good you luck high five you can't say good luck when he already did it though oh right good job high five yeah good job high five, good job, high five. it's fine that's yeah. our competing magic podcast oh okay we're coming, we're coming for you <laughs> you're a magic podcast now yep yep wow get your decks out Get your decks. Hey, get decks your in decks the dirt. Get your de- yeah, get oh, your yeah. We'll, throw, we'll knock your decks in the dirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My right. favorite magic card is the sorting hit. The sorting hit. hit. I'm going to tap. I'm tapping. Yeah, tap, tap like hell. Tapping my mana or whatever. Swamps. I need my swamps to power my sorting hit. <laughs> Molly and I just made eye contact and then both like died inside. <laughs> well, this is a preview for our competing magic podcast. Yeah. So. Maybe we'll get really good at it. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, for, we haven't done this in a while. For $20,000 a month, we'll ah. do a live stream of us playing magic. Sure. Oh, sure. <laughs> we will maybe try to convince at least one of the hosts of the Real Magic Podcast to judge us the entire time. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Um, okay. Molly, sorry yeah. for that sidebar. Mm-hmm. You gave uh, this a four. You were going to be buoyed by nostalgia, but also you will be disappointed, but you are being brave. Yeah. Wow. And strong. Oh. Being brave, and brave and strong, strong like a woman is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I enjoyed it both more and less than I thought I would. Mm. I noticed so much more this time out. Um, and I feel like my love of the brain character and, um, I don't know, of Brian and Allie or Allison, Allie Sheedy's character. See, it's confusing, right? They should have changed your name. Yep. They should yep. have. But I feel like my, <laughs> my love and appreciation of them says something about me and my level of maturity. Mm. And I also say thank you, none, for oh. creating a supposedly romantic lead who is so toxic and horrible. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and that's like... Thank you, none. Thank, <laughs> thank you, none. Exactly. Don't you... Get any thanks from me. (laughs) (laughs) They were supposed to go back and re-record lyrics for the la 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 part. And they were like, no, it's good enough. (laughs) I spent three hours on this song. Awesome. Yeah, it was written by somebody else, but Simple Minds ended up recording it because the lead singer Simple Minds was married to the lead singer from The Pretenders. Why I can't think of that name right now. Uh, But anyway, 
she was like, why don't you try Simple Minds? And so they gave it Simple Minds and they recorded it three hours. They never went back and filled in the la la la's. And then it was a number one song. So that's four Hughes schools or? Oh, (laughs) four and a half. Oh. What happened? I don't know. I guess I just felt like. I meant what happened at the school. Did you get bombed out for revolting too hard? Um, They just, yeah, it just, it's, it's, it's four schools, but one of them has like 10 gymnasiums. Wow. So it's like four and a half, basically. It's all gym. It's one's, like all gym. One's a school and a half. I was trying to figure out how ten gymnasium and a half a school. Oh no, yeah, it was but like, it's, it's like three it. plus one and a half. I got, it, I got, it. yeah, I got that. So they send three tributes. Wow. Oh wow. Because wow. yeah. they're also jacked. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> they're the green the cards, uplifts. right? Yeah, they're the green. Okay. Yeah, they got a lot of trample beasts. Trample beasts. Yeah. Like aurochs. Maybe. Okay. Don't. Like a mammoth? <laughs> That's probably a trample. Do you think an auroch would give the time of day to a different magical creature? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Beth. I don't know what an auroch is. It's just like an ancient cow. I don't know. Okay. Speaks for the trees. Oh. Excuse That's me? the Lorax. Oh. Yeah. I spent half the day calling Judd Nelson Judd Apatow. Very different movie. That would have been a very different movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably better, honestly. Maybe. You could probably pull it off the same vibe. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You can CGI him in there, too. Yeah, okay. Sure. Cowboy <laughs> teens, Carl's dick, replace Judd Nelson with Judd, Judd Apatow. Apatow. But like Judd Apatow now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want like a 50-whatever-old Judd mean, Apatow. it wouldn't be any more weird. Sure. Like, there's no way Judd Nelson seems like a teenager. Sure. Okay. I think this sounds great. It's a good That's movie. It's a good re-release. This is going to be a huge re-release. <laughs> Put it out on Blu-ray. Yes. I'm just saying this now. I gave this movie four. I would give it five if oh, they made those changes. For sure. Yeah. What if they just put in Carl's dick? <laughs> no, three. Four and three quarters. Maybe two. <laughs> I mean, you can't go to five without cowboys, at least. Yeah, that's cowboys true. Cowboys are really what's no, doing it for No, that's what does me, it. So. Yeah, yeah. Everything else is kind of just like. It's window yeah, it's, dressing. It's window yeah, dressing yeah. for the cowboys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carl's dick is window dressing for the cowboys. Yes. We can all agree we all get it. That's filmmaking 101. That is something I can't agree with. Yes. Yeah. That's like the, that's the sequel to Save the Cat. Save Carl's Dick is the window dressing the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, we can teach you how to write a screenplay at this podcast. Right. We got nine hours at this assembly. That's true. That is true. Like, it'll be the first two. It's like, hey, take care of yourself. Don't do hard drugs. Yeah. A little weed is probably fine, but also like. Not here. Don't no. fuck up. But now let's. Take your John McPhee, your copy of John McPhee's story, whatever the fuck it's called, throw it in the garbage. We're going to tell you how real screenplay is made. (laughs) Then we flip our chairs backwards. Uh I I think there are dogs now. Is that sure. canon? I feel like there are dogs now. Like just loose dogs? I don't remember. Why are there loose dogs? I'm pretty sure we have dogs now. Dogs where? Jetpack dogs. It's like in the show. Oh, jetpack dog comes in. Jetpack dog? Yes. <laughs> Whoa! Hey! Hey, sweet jetpack hey, dog! Hey. Deliver the moral of the episode like I always do. Yeah, it's a shame Beth usually cuts it. Hell, here I am. The moral of this episode, of course, is cool it, teens. Show girls dick. <laughs>
Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.